If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. November 21st, 2017, two days away from the big old Tom Turkey Day, Thanksgiving indeed. And welcome there to episode number 421 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you as we get to talk about our favorite topic of all time, professional wrestling. Uh, of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, as we always do, we'll bring you our wrestling news and views brought to you by our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team King Ice. Of course, represented here tonight by the Iceman, J.D. Jared DiGirolamo. J.D. is the 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, part of the team that brings you WWS Raw Radio every Monday afternoon right here on TalkShoot.com. And also bringing us the history and birthdays here tonight from the TalkShoot chat box here is the human suplex machine, John Gross. John is a two, is a, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer and, of course, another part of the Raw Radio broadcast team right here on TalkShoot.com. Before we go any further here, folks, with tonight's lineup, let's go ahead and bring J.D. and John in. It will be an explosive and dynamic episode number 421 of Revolution. Good to be here, but we have some breaking news we coming in, as we have coming in. Okay, and and before we go on with and and let's uh, before we get to that JD, let me go ahead and just go and finish this up, and then you'll that'll be your first thing to talk about. Uh, <clears throat> of course, our live video feed tonight will be coming from our tribute group to the National Wrestling Alliance NWA US Built on Tradition, and you can join you can join the live video feed for episode 421 of Revolution at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash NWA US Tradition. And if you want to join us through the, the join us through talkshoot.com, the phone number as always is one seven two four 
444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND, the matching six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything you have to talk about here this evening, which will include, of course, results from last night's Monday Night Raw, of course, the aftermath of Survivor Series. We'll talk, we'll talk about, uh, we're going to divide our Survivor Series discussion into two parts here, folks. In the first part, we'll talk about here tonight, and I'll explain about what that is here momentarily. Then, plus a few other things on the table, we will definitely bring here to you uh, this evening. But, but as JG did mention here, of course, he has a breaking story he wishes to, to break into. Uh, of course, is lead off our wrestling news and views. So, JG, please go ahead and proceed. All right. Well, this is something we talked about uh, briefly yesterday on Raw Radio in the entertainment world, and it is very sad to report this story. So, we'll play it first, and we'll tell you the story behind it. Well, unfortunately, there is no cure for anything, and that silence has been silent tonight. David Cassidy, apparently one of the lead singers of the Partridge Family TV show and famous singer and stepson to Shirley Jones, who is from about a half hour from my neck of the woods in nearby Cansburg, Pennsylvania, apparently, who was hospitalized over the weekend, very seriously in grave condition, has passed away. Apparently tonight... His voice was silenced at the age of 67, however, as we just found out as we were coming on the air a few minutes ago. And all of us would like to express our thoughts and prayers for Cassidy's friends, family, and fans. So David Cassidy is unfortunately gone from us now at the age of 67. In other news, however, uh, as we get back on the wrestling scene, however, apparently, however, we have now heard that there will be an announcement tonight on SmackDown in Houston, however, that AJ Styles and Jinder Mahal, however, will be going at it in the main event once again. This time, however, at the Clash of the Champions pay-per-view in Boston on Sunday, December 17th, however, as the main event. Also, as we saw last night, however, Sonya Deville and also Mandy Rose, formerly of Total Divas, uh, made their Raw debuts, however, last night by teaming up with their new friend Paige, who made her first return back to the WWE last night for the first time in a year. While tonight on SmackDown, Ruby Riot, however, and also Liv Morgan showed up on SmackDown to take out Becky Lynch and Naomi. Uh, as far as the overall consensus viewership of the night, however, Raw, Raw averaged 3.074 million viewers according to Show Buzz Daily. And viewership was up from 3.03 from the week before. The first hour did 3.244 million viewers. 
Hour 2 did 3.19, while the final hour drew 2.78. Meanwhile, thanks to a reliable person on the panel who told me this hour, apparently last night Braun Strowman had a tough time breathing backstage last night after the uh, incident with Kane Hauer happened in the center of the ring at the Toyota Center last night in Houston. Apparently, some people said he collapsed backstage, however, we understand, however, and was said to be shortness of breath and was taken to the hospital where he, I believe he was kept for overnight, observed overnight, however, and looked over overnight. And I'm not sure if he was released either today or will be released sometime today or tomorrow because of this. Meanwhile, we still have not found out the update on Drew McIntyre's tricep injury that he injured this past Saturday night, however, at NXT TakeOver, however. But we understand, however, we could find something out about that in the coming days ahead. And also, the reason why what happened last night, however, in the main event, however, happened the way it did, according to reports, however, mind you, we understand, however, according to reports, however, that uh, they said, however, he apparently, however, is going to be filming a new Marine movie and will be spending some time with his pregnant wife, Maurice. Also, as you said, however, earlier, however, before we went on the air tonight, however, CBS and PBS, however, have fired an announcer, Charlie Rose. But, of course, like I said, the big story, obviously, is what we saw, however, at the beginning of tonight, however, and that was the story about David Cassidy. Thank you very much there, uh, J.D. Of course, J.D., along with uh, King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith is King Ice your 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring you all the news that's fit to print here in the radio network. <clears throat> and, of course, if it doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And, of course, in GTS State, Super Glue and Duct Tape, you cannot beat that combination. Let's go ahead and see what John has right here. On, before we go to that, I do see that someone else has joined us here, coming in here this evening. And I do believe that I'm not too much mistaken here is it is of course another Western Pennsylvania as we always call them here. This is of course our raw radio contributor and a 2017 WWS Hall of Famer. It is of course the only way we can saying his name is by using the sound. Well, may uh, have uh, was made well famous on the show. Happy days so long ago. Hey, it is hey. fun. I'm here. Today, uh, that was put it at, I do believe, 1988. Yes. Ted Turner signed papers officially finalizing the deal and making the new owner of Jim Crockett Promotions, the top NWA affiliate in the country. UCP's efforts to keep pace with the exploding popularity of the WWF turned out to be an expensive and ultimately fruitless affair. While there was no single cause for what led to the Crockett's ultimately signing over the company to Turner, it was, for lack of a better term, death of a thousand paper cuts. Arguably, the first domino to fall was a near-fatal car accident <clears throat> involving Magnum T.A. just two months before he was set to beat Ric Flair in 1986. <clears throat> the next year, the promotion moved Starcade and Bunkhouse Stampede away from their strongest market in the Carolinas to Chicago and New York, respectively, alienating fan, fans tickets for Bunkhouse Stampede. Also hurting JCP was the WWF's ultimatum to cable providers to broadcast their own Thanksgiving pay-per-view Survivor Series in 1988, 
or Jim Crockett's Starcade. With the success of WrestleMania in 1987 still fresh in the minds of many cable companies, the vast majority went with Survivor Series. To make complicated matters, JCP spent money like there was no tomorrow using it on luxuries such as limousines and private jets and not investing that money back into the promotion because the WWF was luring away some of Jim Crockett Promotions' roster. Crockett had to overpay to keep their top talent around. The acquisition of Bill Watts UWF not only meant they inherited their talent, they inherited the balls, and they further alienated fans with the dusty finish, named, of course, for Booker Dusty Rhodes, where a babyface would win a match only to have it overturned on a technicality. Fans have seen it so often and they were, and they were trained to expect it. So some fans simply stopped going to the show. Eighteen years ago today, we concluded at, I do believe, 1999, yes. But we presented mayhem from the Air Canada Center in Toronto, area of Canada, of course, near the home of our own King Thirteen thousand in attendance with 200,000 watching on pay-per-view. It was the last pay-per-view to get that many buys. to lose more than a pay-per-view audience in months. The hook on the show was the conclusion of a month-long tournament a new WCW World Heavyweight Champion. And here are some of the matches that took place. Chris Benoit defeated Jeff Jarrett in a World Heavyweight match. Evan, Cor- Evan Courageous won the, the Cruiserweight title. Bruno Norman Smiley the hardcore title over Brian Knobs. Buff Bagwell defeated Kurt Henning in a the surprise of no one, the return last as Henning was returned five months later. Bret Hart defeated Sting in a World Heavyweight Title Tournament semi-match. Vampiro beat Berlin in a golf match. Sting defeated Lex Luger. Saha retained the United States and television. David Flair wrestled Kimberly King with no contest. Goldberg defeated Sid Vicious in an I Quit match, and Bret Hart won his. World Heavyweight title over Chris Benoit. This was Brett's first world title reign since losing the WWF title in 1997 at Survivor Series to Shawn Michaels. 17 years ago today, we'll put it at the year 2000, at a SmackDown taping in Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Billy Gunn defeated Eddie Guerrero to win the Intercontinental title. This was Billy's first singles title since March of 1999. That same day, SmackDown 2 Know Your Role was released in North America, released just eight months after the original WWF SmackDown video game. SmackDown 2 introduces a redone season mode, backstage arenas, new match types including tables, ladders, and a redone Hell on a Cell, a new creative superstar suite, and, and an all-new slobber knocker mode, where a player could face an endless gauntlet of wrestlers. The big knock on the sequel is its long loading times. Despite that, the game was received by critics and fans. 3.2 million copies of the game were sold, making it the best-selling combat sports game on a single format ever. In 11 years ago today, which we put it at the year put it six, in the wake of the sudden passing of Eddie Guerrero, WWE announced that on their website they were instituting a new drug policy. The policy prohibits the use of performance-enhancing drugs recreational drugs, and restricts the use of prescription drugs. Testing would be handled by a third party 
and it would apply to all individuals under full-time contracts. The policy was known as the WWE Wellness Policy that had been amended several times since most notably in 2007 following the death of Chris Benoit and in 2010 to address concussion symptoms. The policy came under scrutiny earlier this year when Brock Lesnar was not reprimanded by WWE despite that he failed two drug tests by the U.S. ADA around the time of UFC 200. The reason was, was given for Lesnar not being reprimanded. He's a part-time performer, and he's not subjected to the policy. Ten years ago today, which was put in at 2007, Harrison Norris, known as Hard Body Harrison, was found guilty of sex trafficking and prostitution, prostitution charges by a federal jury in Georgia. Here's a story via the Associated Press. Via the Associated Press. But I won't say it, uh, and John said he won't say it because it's too long to read. Okay, John, I don't blame you. Uh, eight years ago today, we put it in 2009, the Hulk tour made its first four stops in the Rod Revere Arena in Melbourne, Australia. The show featured Rick, Rick Flair's first match since his retirement at WrestleMania 24. Seven years ago today, we put it in 2010, WWE presented Survivor Series from the American Airlines Arena in Miami, with 8,000 being in attendance and 244,000 watching on pay-per-view. Slightly up on 2009's edition with 225,000 buys. There was only one title change as Natalia defeated Lay Cool to win the WWE title. After the match, Beth Phoenix made her return to save Natalia from an, from an to attack, also to attack Lay Cool, and this was Beth's first pay-per-view appearance since the 2010 Extreme Rules pay-per-view. And Randy Orton retained the WWE title over Wade Barrett, and where stipulation stated that if Barrett won the WWE title, John Cena would be free from the Nexus. But if Orton retained the title, then John, <clears throat> John Cena would be fired from the WWE. The stipulation would not stick as Cena would return a month later. Four years ago today, we put it at 2013, the WWE taped the 200th episode of NXT from Full Sail University in, in Winter Park, Florida. The 200-episode count includes the NXT reality series and redemption runs. Excluding those, it's only just 78. That same day, TNA presented Turning Point from Impact Wrestling in, in where Mr. Anderson defeated Bully Ray in a no-DQ match. And with with the victory, Aces and Hates were forced to disband. Also that same day, sadly, we would lose Mad Dog Vashon at the age of 84. He died of natural causes uh, at his home in Omaha, Nebraska. And we got some birthdays to talk about today. First off, um, uh, Shane Douglas, the franchise, of course, former former ECW, WCW, and WWE star who would also become Dean Douglas in 1995 and had a few the Intercontinental Champion for a few short minutes after before losing the title to Razor Ramon. Today he turns 53. Looks pretty good for 53. And today is a happy 34th birthday to both the Bella twins. Bree is currently married to Daniel Bryan, while Nikki is currently engaged to John Cena. John Cena gave her a birthday fart, by the way. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. And, of course, John Cena is working on the SmackDown brand. And and John says that's all he's got for history and birthdays. And also today, happy birthday to uh, baseball great Ken Griffey Jr., who turns 48 today. 
Oh, happy, happy birthday to King Jr., yes. And, of course, uh, Jonathan. Also, one last bit of note real quick before we continue on. The top six have been announced for the college playoffs this week, and here is your listing. Alabama, Miami, Clemson, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, Auburn are your top six. All right. Thank you very much, J.D. And John says he has a big history of birthday saying for, to tell you about concerning the 1990 Survivor Series. <clears throat> so he's uh, likes it for tonight. That's all he's got for us. Not thank you very much for letting us know. And, uh, and of course, uh, uh, and J.D., thank you very much for bringing us the rest of the news and views here for uh, thank you very much for bringing us that the news and views here for this evening. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode four hundred and twenty one of the Mothership Broadcast WWS Revolution. Of course, this is Tuesday, November twenty first, two thousand and seventeen. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw. The Iceman, Jared DiGiralmo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and Fonzie is out here with you right now here in the seat. But, uh, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, of course we have a big conversation. Uh, okay, that's no problem. Uh, before, like I said, we talk about Survivor Series, we're going to go ahead and start, first start off with talking about uh, <clears throat> talking about last night's Monday Night Raw, of course, the aftermath of Survivor Series. Uh, I know normally JDU would mention recommending me to go ahead and let John start it, but I have to step away for just one second. So I'm gonna let you go on right ahead and um <clears throat> let you go on right ahead and get started with that. Let me take care of what I need to do right here. And I will be right back here so back here, so go ahead and start us off here with uh, uh your thoughts and opinions about the raw after Survivor series. I'll be back okay. here. Okay, no problem. Well, last night we had a very interesting Raw from Houston, however, and let's just say, however, things got a little interesting, if you will, however. We had Finn and Samoa Joe, of course, start out the show, which was very good, however, and of course, we had Samoa Joe put Finn in the Kakina clutch. And then, of course, earlier in the night we saw what happened when Stephanie decided to come out and run her yap, however, and who should show up, but her favorite person, her favorite... Uh, Let's just say her spouse, if you will, Mr. King of Kings, if you will, Triple H, who uh, basically ran like a little bitch last night, however, mind you. And, of course, we saw what happened, however, as Triple H backed off, however, when Braun Strowman hit the ring after Kurt Angle, of course, confronted him earlier in the night. Then we had, of course, Asuka come out, however, and take care of Dana Brooke, and that was a real quick, easy match, so there you go there, nothing too fancy about that. Of course, I'm surprised that Dana Brooke is still even around in the company, if you ask me, however. So, there you go. Uh, that being said, however, go figure. Uh, up next, of course, we then saw what happened, however, with, uh, of course, Miz TV, however, with Miz, Bo Dallas, and, of course, Curtis Axman, Axel, the greasy oil slick man himself, however, and, of course, the Dennis Hopper wannabe, and, of course, Miz, Ran his mouth, and of course he got his foot in his mouth, however, it cost him the most powers we saw later in the night. And that was when Roman decided to uh, kick his ass, however, which was such a beautiful thing. And it was a very nice thing, i got to say. It was very, very cool, to say the least, however. Then, of course, we saw what happened, however, with uh, Mr. Hyatt doing, however, mind you, in his uh, Enzo train, if you ask me, which was ridiculous, however, taking on... Cedric Alexander, Rich Swan, Akira Tozawa, and company in an eight-person tag. 
And like I said, however, it was a good main event, however. But of course, the big story here is what happened in the Fatal 4-Way with the women's match, however. Just when it looked like things were going to get interesting between Bailey, Sasha, and uh, Mickey James and that, who shows up but the returning Paige? And yes, folks, Paige definitely did not come alone, however. And we saw Paige, however, bring some new backup friends, if you will, however, in the form of Sonya Deville, however, and also her other new friend, however, the fake bitch herself, however, Mandy Rose, however, who is so fake, it's not even funny, however. Uh, that being said, of course, we saw what happened, however, when uh, Alexis tried to butter her up, however, later in the night, however, and uh, let's just say things got a little interesting, however, there. Uh, from there, of course, uh, we saw what happened when Paige uh, told, uh, basically uh, attacked uh, Alexa, of course, just like she attacked everyone else earlier. But yeah, I mean, last night was a pretty good show, and I thought it was very entertaining. However, so like I said, I'm just happy that once again the Miz got what was coming to him. However, and of course now he's taking some time off. Apparently, however, mind you, however, to supposedly take care of his wife, which is understandable, of course. And also film another Marine movie. Just like, we need another freaking Marine movie. Seriously. Ridiculous. Uh, but, uh, yeah, that's what I thought of uh, Raw last night. So there you go. And I think Fonzie's going to give us his thoughts now. I said, I was going to say, I think you're going to give us your thoughts now on Raw. But I would agree with you. Yeah. On... I agree. JD. Yep, I mean, I mean, it was a good thing, How you got to admit, though. I mean, it was definitely a good thing, How to see the Miz get yeah. his butt handed to him, however. But, uh, again, I mean, I, I I, think we all were surprised, and I know you were, and I was too, How I think we all were taken aback when Paige showed up, however. And, uh, like I said, she was, she didn't come alone. You know, she did not come alone. Nope. She, she says, I'm here, she says, I'm back here, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to make an impact, however, and, uh, she, uh, like I said, however, she said she didn't care who, uh, like I said, she didn't care who it was, however. She just said, however, did you miss me? <laughs> and she's like, because like I said, the fans were uh, going crazy. And then like I said, however, then when they saw her, however, it's like, okay. And then like I said, however, it just became interesting, however. And then she, I don't know if she uh, cared what the fans said, however. But like I said, however, she put the boots to Bailey. She put the boots to the boss. And like I said, she uh, had her friends take care of Sasha, however. And like I said, and Mickey as well, however. So, uh, like I said, I think uh, she uh, she means business. I mean, she ain't fooling around, however, you know. So, I mean, the question is now, I mean, you got them on Raw, however. You got the new girls on SmackDown tonight with, like, Liv Morgan and uh, Ruby Riot attacking Naomi, however. And, uh, and uh, like I said, Becky Lynch, however, and Naomi tonight, I mean. Are we seeing, like, I mean, this is crazy. I mean, are we going to be seeing, like, a, a whole brand new NXT invasion here? It looks like it. Yep. Okay. Sorry about that, folks. I had to... They say, got to go, you got to go. Well, I got my thoughts in. Fonzie pretty much agreed with my thoughts as well. So there you go. Okay. Thank you very much, sir, gentlemen. Let's go ahead and read what John has said. Before we go any further here, uh, ladies and gentlemen... I need to make one quick little note here. We were prepared this evening. Of course, you heard us talking about it here this past Saturday night on a special special revolution uh, that we did. 
there was scheduled to be a triple threat trivia championship matchup here for the AWA US World Title. Pitting, of course, the Iceman versus the Black Widow Show and Dodds versus Fonzie. Michelle just sent me a message just a few moments ago. She is not feeling well this evening. Okay. So we will push that back. Possibly, hopefully, we may, may hopefully we'll be able to get it in uh, tomorrow uh, or Thursday. Uh, and I'll I'll talk more about uh, the upcoming week here here in just a few moments. But this was a little quick programming note here. And we were scheduled, we were hoping to do that here tonight, but like I said, she just hit me up right, a few minutes right before I had to step away and inform me that she's not going to be able to make it and she's just a little bit under the weather. So, mm-hmm. so I have all, so, so just let everyone know about that. Just if everyone wonders why uh, we haven't done it, that's the reason why. <laughs> so. All right. Okay, all right. <clears throat> all right, let's go and see what John has to say about Raw. And then I will explain about what we will do here in terms of talking about Survivor Series, because I have a, actually have a very unique idea about about doing that. Uh, <clears throat> I'll explain what it is here in just a few minutes. Uh, first off, John started talking about uh, the NXT thing here. Uh, he says here, first off, believe it or not, he's, he's going to tackle NXT. There are only two things he's going to say about it. He was shocked that they had McIntyre drop the belt to Almas. Can't even remember his name, of course. Not even McIntyre Yeah, but here's hoping he can come out stronger than ever, win back the NXT title. Johnson, he was glad though that Ember Moon is the new NXT Women's Champion. She beat three of the toughest NXT divas in her hometown, and John bets that Ember Moon will be a part of the WWE here real soon. I'm sure, I would agree. Uh, the War Games main event match. Johnson, he's been a wrestling fan. And since he's been a wrestling fan in 2000, he's never seen an intense war games battle with these three teams. Trash can stick, night stick, he's not meant to everything but the kitchen sink. That's what people like to say, of course, the kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone likes to say that. He loved the Tower of Doom spot, also the Superflex super off the top of the cage. He was right about the Undisputed Era winning. That was one of the best NXT matches of 2017. Um... He's going to talk, he mentioned something about Survivor Series, but we'll talk about that in just a minute here, Tom. So I, forgive me there, bud, but I'm going to skip over. I'm going to skip over your thoughts about Survivor Series because I actually have an idea about Survivor Series. I want to tackle Monday Night Raw first for everyone uh, before <clears throat> before we before we go into that. So, John, if you're planning on saying anything about Survivor Series, just hold your thoughts about that. Just any thoughts you have about Raw last night, go ahead and tell us about Raw. While he's doing that, let me go and explain what I'm talking about here. As you know, ladies and gentlemen, going into Survivor Series, we knew there was eight matches going into the to, to the event. Well, of course, as we learned, uh, as we learned right before the beginning of the show, that it 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 increased by two because there was two pre-show matches added on to the card. <clears throat> so. Based on all this here, since, of course, like I said, both Raw and SmackDown teams, both Raw and SmackDown superstars competed in this event, I find that it is only fair, only fair, that we divide this up. We talk about five matches, five of the matches tonight, and five of the matches tomorrow night. I think that seems only fair. Now, J.D., you may not be on for a revolution tomorrow night, but... 
you can leave your you can mention your thoughts about the second wave on Thursday night at DP. If that's okay with you. JD. Did he step away, I guess? Okay, I guess he did. Yeah, I think he went to the took a bound to the Silver Bowl. Yeah, I tried to get that. So, uh, there was a big crowd there. <laughs> it was a fine country. John John says here Raw was a great great show. Miz and Reigns the main event for the IC title, a good main event. Even though he does not like Roman Reigns, he glad that Roman Reigns captured the IC title. <laughs> he is going and. And John said, but that's the first time like Pedro Morales, Kane, Rick Flair, Rey Mysterio, that Roman, Roman Reigns has won the IC belt. Uh, there are planted the seeds for Strowman versus Triple H at WrestleMania, and also Angle versus Triple H, one, one, or, one, or, one or two. Uh, I think either one would be a good match. I think if Triple H wants a good challenge, I mean, Triple H was, I mean, Kurt Angle was one of his best rivals back in the day. Partnered with him and also fought against him. I thought those were some good matches. But Strowman versus Triple H. Strowman looked down on him last night. I mean, did y'all notice that? I mean, yeah, he looked down on him. And John says Paige coming back, and this time she brought back up in the form of former NXT divas Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. That Deville chick is wicked. All y'all say about that. There was that modified version of the pedigree by Rose on Mickey James. It was a weak botch. No, I didn't say what everyone thought I said. I said botch. Yeah, I didn't say that. Uh, yeah. But everyone that's when I was talking about how we're going to do some talk about the Survivor Series, everyone knows what I was talking about, right? J.D., you did hear that, right? He stepped away again. That's uh, yes, it. Yeah. Okay. But Fonzie, you know what you understand? What I was talking about, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. All right. Thank you, sir. John says that he doesn't know Triple H taught her that, and then they go straight for the champion. So Paige is back, and believe it or not, there's definitely an NXT Women's Invasion going on. Uh, I would think so. Either that, or they're trying to hype up both women's divisions here, both in, for both Raw and SmackDown. I mean. As Raw went and gets smacked down, went and each other to the Survivor Series, I guess NXT felt like they were shafted, so now they're going after both shows. <laughs> and John said that's all he's got for his review of Raw. Uh, JD, are you back with us? Well, he must have had a good one here. He must have a bad stomach. Uh, <clears throat> um, Okay, well, like I said, like I was talking about before here, guys, uh, <clears throat> Fonzie, I'll give, I'll start with you and John since JD had to step away. Is that what we're talking? What I'm gonna do here is, like I said, I'm gonna bring up, and then not, they're not gonna be in any particular order, guys. Okay, they're not gonna no particular order whatsoever. Um, I'm gonna bring up, I'm gonna bring up the matches here, including the two that were just added on. Uh, which, of course, the, we're going to do like five matches tonight, and we're going to talk about five matches tomorrow night. Okay? Okay. And, okay. 
Now, I will, I will bring up a match, and everyone will give their take about what they believe, how, on how they thought the match went, um, what have you. Uh, J.D., are you back with us? Uh, J.D. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, I'll go and start with you then. Um, this was a match that was added on right when the show started. It was one of the free pre-show matches. The match I'm referring to is Elias taking on Matt Hardy. What was your take on this match? Um, I heard it was a great match, but, uh, you know, Elias probably cheated and, you know, took a chi way out just like Miz. So, uh, and the way I saw last night, uh, I think Matt Hardy and Elias are going to continue this feud. Yeah. So you think that's what they're acting, they're, they're looking at toward, they're looking at toward the possible feud between Elias and Matt Hardy? Yes. They're trying to start something. Hmm. Do you think it might go to distance? Yeah, probably. Hmm. Okay. Oh, we'll have to wait and see right there. Uh, John has said he had to step away for a minute. He'll be back in here momentarily. Fonzie, I'll just start asking you some of these others. I'll be back. I'm back. Okay, J.D.'s back. Okay, J.D., here's how we're going to do this. In this case, if you did not hear how we're going to do this, we're going going to talk about five of the matches from Survivor Series tonight. Now, you said you were not going to be here at all for any of the shows tomorrow. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay then you can talk about the other half of Survivor Series on Thursday night. Okay. Uh, but uh, but we're going to talk about the first. We're going to talk about five of them here tonight. No particular order here, J.D. I'm just okay. bringing them all the matches that occurred, okay? So they're not in no particular order. Okay. The first match we're talking about, I just Bobby had a good good opinion about a good thought about this match. The first of the three pre-show, first of the, of the three pre-show matches, Elias taking on Matt Hardy. What was your take on this match? Which one? JD. Yeah. What was your take on the match between Elias and Matt Hardy? Um, Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you fine. I just said something in my mouth. That's all. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. Um, No, to answer your question. No, I mean, they've buried Matt Hardy since Jeff. I mean, they've been really kind of burying Matt Hardy since he came back. I mean, I don't know why they're... uh, Doing it, however, I mean, I think Matt Hardy has gone. I mean, sort of like what he was before. However, I mean, he's been up and down throughout the last few little while. However, and the question is, how long are they going to continue to bury him? I mean, he's been up and down, up and down, left to right, side to side, you know, for quite a while. I mean, I don't know. I mean, personally speaking, they just have not done anything with him ever since Jeff came out. Uh, basically off TV, however, when he had the surgery and everything like that, and I don't know how much longer they're going to continue to bury him. And as far as Elias goes, however, I mean, they're trying to, it seems like they're trying to give him a push, however, somewhat, but uh, more and more, they just continue to just, I don't know, they just make him look like a joke, however, I mean, if you ask me, it's just, I don't know, I mean, it's just, it's really ridiculous with both of these guys. I mean, they're both going nowhere. I mean, everyone thinks, oh, Elias is over more than Matt Hardy, and Matt Hardy's over him. I don't know. It's just they're just totally wasting both of these guys right now, in my opinion. Okay. All right. Thank you, JD. And I'll start with you. And John had to step away from me. He'll be back momentarily, and I'll get his thoughts on this match. Uh, next one here, gentlemen, JD. I'll start with you this time. 
Uh, your thoughts about the cruiserweight title match between Enzo and Felipe? Enough is enough with this division. Michelle and I talked about this today. It was so funny we talked about this. I mean, you talk about the cruiserweights. I mean, they were just absolutely doing nothing right with this division. This division is barely clinging to life right now. It's on life support at this point and barely surviving at this point, if you ask me. I mean, I think it's just time to pull the 205 Live show off the air once and for all. I know they just canceled that one show that JBL and Corey Graves do, uh, like it's, uh, shoot, what the heck is it called? It was it's, it was on, on Raw usually sometimes after Raw, however. Like it was sort of like a talk show format. Corey Graves and JBL were on it. Uh, like I said here, I, I know what it is, however. It was uh, called, where the heck was it? I just saw it, however. I know for a fact they just uh, canceled it, however. What the heck was it called? Um, I think... Oh, shoot, I should know this. Hold on, I'll tell you in a minute. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, Power. I know what it is because I know it was on a couple times with Corey Grace and JBL. Oh, uh, bring it to the table. Bring it to the table. Yeah, they canceled that. So, I mean, I guess people weren't watching or people weren't really excited about but 205 Live, you know, it just continues to be blah every week. It's the same old, same old. I mean, tonight you got freaking Drew Gulak in a street fight, supposedly, however, and everything like that. I mean, it's just, I don't know. I mean, it's just time to, I think they got to sit down and discuss maybe real soon, if not before the end of the year, early next year, to pull the plug. It's just, it's just going nowhere. It really is. It's the same old, same old every week, you know. Finally, your pick on the cruiserweight title match between Enzo and Kalista. And I'm going to agree with JD on that one. Sure. Okay. And John still hasn't gotten back yet, so I'll, we'll get his opinion on that match as well here in just a few moments. The third uh, and the third pre-show match, tag team match here, pitting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Brizongo. JD, your thoughts on this match? Well, Brizongo continues to be funny at different times, however. I mean, you've got to give them that. And they continue to try to make the tag division at least somewhat entertaining. Uh, as far as Owens and Zayn go, uh, we saw them make an impact later on in the show, however, as we would see, however. But, you know, it's surprising that Owens and Zayn are still even with the company after all the shenanigans they've pulled the last couple weeks, however. I mean, like I said last week, I mean, two weeks ago, they went into business for themselves, however, the U.K., however, we saw what happened there, however, and then they're only taking off the U.K., the rest of the U.K. tour, and then what happens, oh, okay, let's put them in the main event last Tuesday night in Charlotte, however, in the main event against freaking the New Day, however, mind you, before the Shield and everyone else shows up with Raw, and uh, they don't get punished enough. I mean, that's just... To me, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're both my good, good wrestlers in their own way, and they are very talented. But like I said, after the crap they pulled, how you think they would be off television or at least get maybe a lecture or a warning or something like that? Maybe they did. Maybe they didn't. I don't know. But right now, how I mean, I don't know how much longer they're going to stick around because there's been talk how they've been a little unhappy with what's been going on in the company. And if they don't like it, however, I mean, no one's going to tell them, here's the door, you can... Uh, Walk out anytime you want to. I mean, they can tell them that, but at the same time, however, if they're going to really get back in the good graces with management and the whole locker room, however, I think they ought to make an apology for what they did. And maybe they, and like again, like I said, maybe they did make an apology finally to uh, the people they offended. Maybe they didn't. 
And if they didn't, that's ridiculous. I think it, I think they ought to uh, have uh, some action taken against them. But, uh, oh, well, you know, it is what it is. Fonzie, your take on Brizongo versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I would agree with JB. Okay. John, are you back with us? Yes, son. Yes, son. England's a fine country. We <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, J.D. quoting the line from the movie A Fish Called Wanda. Um, so this, if you haven't seen that, an old movie, great movie, John Cleese, Jamie Lee Curtis, Kevin Klein, Michael Palin. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, you get me started. Don't do that, man. <laughs> okay. uh, we'll come back to John. I think he's still away for just a minute, so we'll be back with him in a few minutes. Okay. Let's go ahead and get to, of course, two, 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 of, the, uh, two of the matches from the actual Survivor Series card itself. Let's go ahead and first talk about, uh, I'm just going to choose these at random here, guys. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, let's talk about this, definitely. Uh, one of the champion versus champion matchups, that's what most of the matches were, obviously. Let's talk about the, of course, the champion versus champion, of course, the tag team match, your opinion, the Raw tag team champions, Cesaro and Sheamus, versus the SmackDown tag team champions, the Usos. JD, your thoughts on this? Well, it was 16 minutes long, and it was entertaining. I mean, you got four good guys in there, and they know each other's chemistry somewhat real well, or they know each other's style. I mean, I was somewhat entertained by this, however, and I was a little surprised that the Usos would end up winning this one because you thought Sheamus and Cesaro were going to end up pick up the win. But uh, at the end of the day, however, I mean, you got to give our credits due, however. I mean, they actually uh, fought their tail off, however, and uh, they really uh, gave it everything they had and then some. So, uh like I said, the only thing that was uh, pretty crazy, however, you could have given this match another four or five minutes, however, like I said. But at the end of the day, however, it is what it is. But uh, like I said, very entertaining and uh, very good. And like I said, both uh, came out, uh, I think, uh, I mean, there were some bumps and bruises. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we still know that injuries are a part of the thing. And they say don't try this at home and don't do this, however. But uh, like I said, I mean, these guys definitely – Always find a way to get the uh, crowd excited, however, and they uh, definitely uh, stood up to the match. I mean, I wouldn't say it was one of the better matches of the night. It was maybe the third best match of the night, however, in my opinion. But uh, they definitely uh, gave it their all and then some, and uh, you got to tip your cap to them. Sponsor, well, you need to take on the match between Cesaro and Sheamus and the Usos. Um, I'm I think that was a great match. Two two champions. Uh, I'm just going to agree with JD says, but I think it, these are the two greatest tag team. But don't forget about the Shield. So the Shield want to come back and retain to get their championship match, and I think it's it's going to happen that clash of champions. It's not much to change, I think, before the end of the year. I think the way they're setting that up, if not maybe next Monday or the following Monday in Knoxville or L.A. Could be. Yeah. Right. You know how, you know, you know the WWE, they'll do, they'll do it at any point during the, do it, do it at some point here, I guess. So. Yep. And another one we'll talk about here. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and bring up this one right here. Uh, now, of course, like I said, another champion versus champion match. 
hitting the United States champion Baron Corbin versus the inter at the time the Intercontinental Champion the Miz. <laughs> oh, I have been waiting for this for a couple of days. And I'm going to look. <laughs> First off, I have got to say it, and I'm, I'm, if Michelle was on tonight, I don't mean to be mean spirit, but I, I'm, I'm going to be, try to be nice if I can. But I told her, and Fonzie, I told you what was going to happen. You don't piss off the lone wolf. Yes, there was a big war between these two guys. We know what's been said between these guys on social media and uh, other stuff. But you know what, though, however? The Miz got what was coming to him all along. I mean, if the Miz thought, however, he was going to come into this fight, however, with his Miz Taraj of Mr. Dennis Hopper wannabe, oily, slick, greasy, sunglass-wearing, bow, loser, go-away Dallas, and the Axeman Curtis Axel with his neck brace, who more and more every week looks like freaking Ari Gold, from Entourage, however, that was going to help him and bail him out and retain the icy belt, however, and embarrass the lone wolf. Well, guess again. The Miz found out three simple words that came to him on Sunday night, just like Roman did last night with The Miz. And the, on this night, however, even though Maurice was at ringside with a new flashy do and trying to cheer her husband on, however, The Miz found out the three simple words were end of days. And he knew his end of days was coming. Not just on Monday night, last night on Raw, but on Sunday night before that, however, when Baron Corbin struck and basically feasted on him. And he feasted on good. And I will give the Miz credit, though, for what it's worth. I mean, the Miz at times puts on some good, some pretty good matches. But on this night, he did this too. But again, he just was no match for the lone wolf. And believe me, Baron was hungry like the wolf. Sunday night. Well, I definitely, oh, 100%, I definitely agree. Excuse me. your take on the U.S. champion Baron Corbett versus, at the time, Intercontinental champion The Miz? Uh, I lost. I'm going to take it. Like a man, I lost. I should have bet the Miz, but uh, but what happened last night? He got it where he got deserves. So uh, um, I take it like a man. I lost. So we'll see what happens after this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, John hasn't gotten back yet, so I hope he'll be back on here momentarily to get his thoughts on the five nights we're talking about here tonight. But tomorrow night here, folks, we're going to talk about here the women's champion versus champion matchup, the men's and women's Raw uh, Survivor Series matchups, uh, of course, the Shield versus the New Day, and then, of course, Brock Lesnar versus AJ Styles will be tomorrow night. And, of course, like I said, you said, J.D. will Unfortunately, will not be with us here tomorrow night, so he'll he'll bring his thoughts. Can I share my thoughts with that now and get it out of the way if it's okay? Uh, well, if I do that, then uh, Fonzie and John might get tempted to do it too. I'm trying to do it. Okay. But 
But, but like I said, or, or like I said, if you want to get them in and dine for tomorrow, you can you can actually. I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you later on about them. Okay, or you can send me your, your you can just send yeah, me I'll me give on my Facebook thoughts on tomorrow or something like that. But if I, I'll definitely do it Thursday though. But like I said, okay. I will say, the one thing I will say, and John said it yesterday on Raw Radio, and if you go back and listen to Raw Radio, I mean, like I said, I mean. He did say that the War Games was a great match, and it was a hell of a match. I will say that first and foremost. That was one of the better matches of the night, however. Like I said, however. Like I said, however. And that was really, really good, however. That was a really, really exciting match. And uh, speaking of returns, not only did we see Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan show up, but the Bludgeon Brothers, Harper and Rowan, returned tonight. Now, did, did you not say? Uh, oh, now John is back. Okay, now we get chance. Okay, uh, okay, okay. John, what we are doing now is, like I said, we're talking about, like I said, five of the ten Survivor Series matches from last night. And if we just leave, I'll name one match at a time. You just give me, like I said, a couple of a couple of thoughts about each match that I bring up here. Yeah, John, and, how you doing? That's pretty much it. Oh, don't start with that, will you? Don't By the way, speaking of... I heard him on Raw last week. He about made, he about made me puke. By the okay? way, uh, we heard tonight, however, what is it? I think our... Uh, oh, oh, I think... Uh, oh, jeez. Well, I told uh, Michelle, I mean, was it me? And maybe Fonzie will agree with me on this one, however, well, John, before we get John's picks. Did Enzo last night look like you Hefner in those pajamas last night? <laughs> I mean, he has to look like a pimp. I mean, he, he, well, yeah, he looks like a pimp, but as you have to remind those, 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 those were the hideous things at. I've ever seen. I mean, like I said, I just hope to God, and I told this to Michelle earlier today when I talked to her offline. I said, I hope, and I mean, I really, really hope soon that Neville gets back in the ring soon, however, and finds a way to freaking uh, just absolutely, like I said, however. Uh, oh, boy. Oh boy! Before I get to John's thoughts on this, folks, we have another we have another caller, and ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in Lord knows how long, we'll have to say, a one of our uh, senior members of the panel, way too tough to handle, is back on here with us here tonight. She is, I do believe, if I'm not too much mistaken, a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. She is our resident independent wrestler. Rhonda Rush Wright is back on here with us. Rhonda, welcome once again to number 421 of Revolution. Hello. Hey, Rush, <laughs> welcome back. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Okay. And Rhonda, I do have on here with us, of course, in addition to myself, there's J.D., you heard J.D., John's on the chat box, and J.D.'s friend Fonzie, also from Pennsylvania, is on here with us as well. Fonzie, this is Rhonda Wright. This is one of our members of the panel. Uh, she, Michelle, and Ann are the six-person women's tag team champions. Oh, how you doing? Hello. Um, how are yeah. you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> okay, now, Rhonda, what we're doing now um, is, like I said, we're doing a rundown of Survivor Series from last, from last from this past Sunday, but we're doing it this way. Since there were ten matches for Survivor Series this past Sunday, we're going to do five tonight and uh, five tomorrow. Uh, but uh, but uh, like I said, but uh, I'll, I'll, I'll explain this in a moment. We're going to John now to get his take on on them. Then Rhonda, I'll get your thoughts on 
I'll get your thoughts at the same time I get John's thoughts here about these five matches from the Survivor Series, if you'd like to uh, give any opinions about them, if you have any opinions about them, of course. Uh, <clears throat> uh, John, the first match we talked about is the first pre-show match pitting Elias versus Matt Hardy. What is your thoughts on that? And while we get John's thoughts, Rhonda, I'll just go ahead and ask you, what was your take on that match? Mm. It was okay. Okay. It wasn't, yeah, like, yeah. spectacular, but I wouldn't say mm. it was, like, a B-plus match either. Rhonda, what did you think about Paige returning last night? If I owned the WWE, she would not have returned. Yeah. It's nothing, if it's, you know, what she does in her personal life, cool. High five, dude. I support what she was doing. The only thing that upset me was the fact that you took a face shot with the title belt right under you that also has some dude's jizz on it. That is, like, one of the most disrespectful things you can do. Well, certainly. It's not because, like, if somebody else got that belt that, they don't know who who's that was. It's the fact that you let some dude bust a load on the championship belt. That's like equivalent to letting somebody pee on it. Whoa. Oh, mm. boy. Talk about a... Well, pipe bomb. Man. Pipe bomb. It's a pipe bomb and a half. Yeah. Oh, like I got, I got into it with somebody because they were like, I'm so glad she's back. And I was like, nobody cares about her disrespectful ass. He's like, how is she disrespectful? And I'm like, just let some dude bust a load on the title belt, man. And he was like, well, WWE, you didn't find it that offensive. And I was like, coming from the people that put somebody in the Hall of Fame that put a belt in a trash can. I was like, of course they're not. I was like, they're just sweeping that under the rug like it didn't happen. So this is a PG era. They don't want to be like, no, you can't come back because you were hoeing it up. No. Yeah. Well, it's still disrespectful, no matter yeah. which way you look at it. It is disrespectful as hell for that. Like, you, like if you want to have sex with the belt on, cool. Don't get nothing on it, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, though. I mean, and I was going to ask Michelle, and I, I was going to ask Michelle today when I talked to her earlier today this question, and I'll ask this to everyone, and Brian, I'll start with you, obviously. With the way that she's been in trouble in the past year, and we've all talked about it in the past, however, that she's had so many, like, warnings and strikes against her with what has happened now with her coming back Howard, do you think at this point right now with this latest return Howard, she's on her last really last uh, chance however i mean unless she screws it up again do you think that wwe has given her one last ultimatum and said if you screw this up again we're going to get rid of you this time i mean until last week Howard, i did not think she was going to come back Originally, because I mean we had heard all the stuff because all the crap that went down. But I think right now she's on her last strike with the company. I mean, after all the crap that went on with the whole Xavier Woods and Del Rio thing, I think that's the big thing. I think it's honestly probably like she's got like a Twitter comment away from bye bye. Yep. Oh, I would agree. I would definitely agree with you there. Yep. Like she could cut the fan out or something. You know, this man could be, like, the most disrespectful person ever. And she could just be like, go to hell. And W is going to be like, <laughs> bye. Yeah. Like, something small. Like, cross your T's, dot your I's, watch your P's, watch your Q's, whatever else that phrase is. Well, like, I this thought, is, like, yeah. it, it should be her last chance. 
Well, after what she did last week, the whole Instagram thing, and only being taken off last week and then being brought this back officially this week, surprised me. And then she brings in Sonya Deville and then uh, Mandy Rose, which I did get. And then tonight he's on SmackDown. Uh, Ruby Ride and, uh, who was it, uh, Liv Morgan show up and attack Becky and Naomi on SmackDown. I mean, it seems like NXT is invading mm. in a big way. I'm not really a fan of the two that invaded on Raw. Yeah, I, I I never liked Mandy Rose. I thought she was fake. Sonya Deville, I heard, is tough, though. But uh, I'm going to have to wait. Uh, the girl in the gold? Yes. That's Mandy her Rose. Kick, I, her I didn't like, Yeah, she was the one on weak. Total Divas and Tough Life. She was so fake when she was on to, uh, Tough Enough. And then Total Divas last year when she was on, I could not stand her, you know? Well, it was just like, like mm-hmm. me now, like, actually, like, going out and having matches and everything. It was like watching wrestling, like, it kind of takes the fun out of it, like, as bad as that sounds, but it's, like, I noticed, like, so much more about, mm-hmm. like, not the storylines, but, like, how moves are executed, ring positioning and everything, and it's, like, like, I had a big issue with how Mickey James took the move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I understand that it she took it that way because she had to protect her neck. I understand that. Yeah. But it looked like complete and utter dog crap to me. For the simple fact of she landed on her knees. Like, if you watch it, yeah. you can tell that her face didn't hit. Yeah. Like, you know, you're still trying to make the appearance of, like, hey, wrestling's still very real. And I understand she did it that way because she was trying to protect herself. But if you can't take a move and make it look good for the person giving it and for yourself taking it, don't mm-hmm. do it. Pick a different move. Bailey could have took that move. Somebody else could have took that move. Mm-hmm. Like, did it? Was it a cool move to do? Yeah. Would it look a hell of a lot better if you had just taken a flat face bump versus one on your knees? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I understand, you know, to protect your neck, you gotta do what you gotta do. But at the same time, like, like I noticed it. Like the guy I was watching it with, he was just like, I mean, it looked, it looked like it hurt. And I'm like, what? But she's not selling her knees, though. She should have been, because I'm telling you, taking a move like that probably hurt her knees a hell of a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, I would agree. Uh, <clears throat> next match here. Uh, next match here, of course, uh, I was going to bring up was, of course, the other two uh, pre-show matches here. John's already uh, um, that uh, John's already given me his opinion about those. Uh, we did not want to interrupt. Uh, Rhonda has some very good points here about what was going on here at uh, the NXT with the NXT uh, ladies popping up. Um, John did say that that uh, uh, Kalisto loses the match with Enzo, Enzo is still the weight champion, and the Fast and Police lose to KO and Sami Zayn. So the pre-show, he's got the pre-show matches taken care of. But let me go ahead and ask Rhonda's opinion here about this too. Rhonda, your take on the cruiserweight title match between Enzo and Moray and Kalisto? Tonight? Um, I'm not really a fan of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, that match, I'd probably say, was probably a B-plus match. Like, mm-hmm. I love Enzo to death. Like, I'm actually wearing one of their hoodies. But... It's more like they they messed up when they split him and Cass up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 
Cass is a good wrestler, but he sucks on the mic without Enzo. Like, those two evened each other out. So now you have Enzo, and it's like, you know, he's funny. He does his thing. He's great on the mic, but his wrestling skills could be better. I mean, they could be a lot worse, too. Mm -hmm. You can always be better, but it's just like they're not really – he's not really showcasing, like, as much as I would like for him to be showcasing because it's like I know he has the talent, but he just hasn't, like – it seems like he's been slacking off lately. Like, it's more like he's pissed off because he's in the cruiserweight division. And, you know, truth be told, how many people really watch the cruiserweight division and really care about it? Mm-hmm. So it's like you need to step your game up. And it's like, I mean, it was a good match. It was decent. But it's going to be one of those that I'm like, oh, I don't really care if I ever watch that again. Sure. But if I do, hey, cool. Okay. And what was your take on the third pre-show match pitting Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn versus Brizongo? I'm not a fan of Brizongo, whatever the hell they're called. I'm <laughs> not a fan of them. Like, they have wrestling skill. I can't stand the gimmick, though. Um, Sammy and Kevin, like, I love them together, whether they're teaming up or they're going against each other because they just have that chemistry that just works great. So that would probably, I'd probably give that like an A just for those two alone. I mean, like they they all work good together, but it's just like the gimmick throws it off for me. Okay. All right. And here are the two matches from the Survivor Series pay-per-view that we did talk about here. John, Ronda, I'll get your opinions about these. First one we talked about pitted Cesaro and Sheamus, the Raw Tag Team Champions, versus the Usos, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Uh, John, your take on that match, and while we wait for your response, let's ask Ronda her opinion about this. I love that match. <laughs> like, one, I'm a huge Usos fan, but their new gimmick, like, the heelness and everything is just amazing. It definitely fits them more. Like, you can tell, like, they're more comfortable in it. Right. Seamus and Cesaro, I'm loving their their thing, too. So you have, like, two two great gimmicks put together, and then, you know, they've all been wrestling for, well, not, like, forever and a day, but for a good amount of time. And it's, like, they all have, like, in-ring chemistry together, which is, like, a huge important part of it. Like, two people that, like, maybe wrestled a year, but they have great in-ring chemistry, they'll put on a better match than, like, people that have been wrestling for 20 years, but they hate each other. Like, it's about the chemistry and everything. So you got the good gimmick, the great chemistry, and, like, they just, like, it was a great match. Like, probably one of my favorite matches. John does agree with you, Rhonda. He said this was a good tag team match as well. Sheamus and Cesaro are an awesome team, but at the end of the day, you got to keep your hat off to the Usos. So, Definitely. Indeed. And the last one we did talk about, this was one. This was uh, involving one of JD's favorite wrestlers. <laughs> okay, no, I'm just joking. 
<laughs> another champion versus champion match pitted the United States champion Baron Corbin versus, at the time, the Intercontinental champion, The Miz. Uh, John, your take on this match, and Rhonda, let's get your thoughts about this one. I actually didn't get to see that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm, like, torn between The Miz, honestly. Like, he's right. he's a damn good hill, and he makes you hate him. Right. right. Like, I just want to choke him. If I ever see him, I'm going to be like, stay, stay away from me, because I'm probably going to choke you. I'm going to choke you. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's good at his job, because if you can get that reaction out of your fans, like, then you're doing your job. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, who do you go against? Corbin. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, the champion I I like Corbin. I don't think people are giving him a fair enough chance though, because they're more concerned with like his how his body looks and his hairline. Right. Which, whatever. He's he's not nineteen, so he's not gonna have perfect hair anymore. But I think I think he's improved a lot since the first time he came. Mm-hmm. But uh, I actually have uh, plans on watching that movie or not movie that uh, pay per view tonight because that was uh, there's a couple of matches I actually didn't get to catch. But um, I'm actually looking forward to uh, watching that one because the Miz, like, if you like, you can definitely see like how much he's grown from, like, when he first debuted to now. Like, he's great on the mic. He pisses people off, you know, the interference and everything else. It's, I, I'm i a fan, but I hate to be a fan of his, if that makes any sense. Right. He's like that guy you, like, you're like, God, I hate you, but I love you at the same time. Right. Mm-hmm. There you go. And John actually said one simple thing that he's glad that Corbin shut the Miz up. That's all. <laughs> uh, speaking of speaking of the Miz, this is one question I wanted to pose to everyone here, and that was concerning, of course, the one big thing that did happen at the end of Raw last night, with of course Roman oh, Reigns. I'm so happy about that. Roman Reigns defeating the Miz and winning the IC title. But one, there's one question I want to get everyone's opinion on. Rhonda, I actually will start with you here. You haven't been on in a while. I'll ask your, I'll ask your opinion your opinion about this, and I'll, then I'll go around every, to, J, to J.D., John, and Fonzie on this as well. What, do you think, in your opinion, the Miz was prepared to defend that belt last night? Um, okay, so are, that's, that's like an unfair question for me. Are we more referring to, like, storyline-wise or, like, in all actuality? Well, after, after of course, like I said, the confrontation they had on Miz TV and all that, was that, do you think the Miz, the Miz was somehow prepared to defend the belt at all last night? Um, like, way, I mean, if we're keeping, uh, I would say yes. Like, I think they went in knowing that that's what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think like uh, the little segment where he was like, "Change the match, change the match." I think some of that was real right. because it's like going in. You know, they they have the card and 
you already know who's going over and how they're going over. So mm-hmm. it's like he knew, but he was probably like, I don't want to lose. I want to keep my belt. I like my belt. Plus, you also make more money when you have the belt. So with him and his wife expecting their child and everything. But then again, you know, Roman's got twins and a daughter and a wife. So he got three up on you already, boy. Calm that down. But I think I think there is, like, I mean, regardless, like, I mean, I can't really speak, like, 100%, but I know if I got a, like, if I ever won a title, I'm, I'm not going to want to give that up. I'll, let me retire with it. <laughs> You know, so he's probably, like, he's had it for how long now? Uh, so it's uh, something he's grown used to. God, he's had that belt since how long, J.D.? Was it, was it's been it a hot belt? minute. It's been a long time since he's had that belt, I think, yeah. But he's held, he's held, he's held on to that for quite some time. I mean, uh, I don't I think he's had it since that. June. Since the summer. He's had it since the summer, okay. So he's no, June. Just about uh, five months since he probably had that belt. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, like he was a he was a good champion. I I will never discredit him for that. He actually made that belt like I mean I hate to say it but relevant again. Right. Yeah. Which you know is is a great thing. People need more champions like that, you know. But right. I think regardless if he won or if he lost, like the match that they put on. Well, was outstanding. Had, actually, he had it for 170 days. Oh wow! And he is like looking at his third, all time combined days 521, but combined days recognized by the company. He's third all time with 523. But I think he also. I think there was a tweet that after he won that belt, yeah, that wasn't it something about that he he. Um, he actually either tied or went over the record made by the Ultimate Warrior. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. the only thing about that, yeah. If he would have had it until the end of the year, he would have gone. Really, he could have. He could have been number two all time, passing Morocco. Morocco and Morales are the only two guys, however, that have held up the longest in their combined reigns. Morocco's combined reigns total in two different reigns was six nineteen. Morocco, or excuse me, Pedro Morales was six nineteen. I should say Morocco's was five forty one. He came damn right. close to eclipsing both of them. I mean, even if he gets it back, I mean, if he holds it for another long, another long period of time, I mean, he will still, I'm sure, no doubt, probably try to surpass all of oh, them. But he's but already at the he's already at the head of the list. He's one ahead of of six different reigns. Someone held it for six different reigns, however, and that was um, six different times during his career. And that was Rob Van Dam combined reigns of two eleven. But overall, he's like the champ among that. However, Jericho's reigns are like nine times. However. Three nine eighteen, but like I said, he has the longest of anyone. Right. Mhm. Mhm. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I've ever read somewhere that I think after he won it this last time, that he actually either tied or he surpassed the record set by the Warriors. According to I think the he did the Warrior and the Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but the Honky Tonk Man, I think, probably still held it longer than pretty much anybody. Oh, four fifty four. Yeah. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's held it longer than anybody because they say he they say he held it for over a year. I mean, yeah. I mean, so yeah. Uh, Jay, and then Jay, let me ask you the same question I asked Rhonda. Was was the Miz prepared to defend this belt last night? 
Sometimes you put your foot in your mouth, however, and you reap what you sow, however. And you know what? Sometimes, and we, I've said this so many times, however, that the man sometimes gets what's coming to him, however. And I, I mean, personally, I don't think he was ready. But at the same time, however, sometimes, however, you got to be careful how you say stuff, however. Because if you don't, however, it's going to snake bite you. And believe me, however, it snake bit you last night. John says that Miz was, didn't believe that Miz was prepared as well. Uh, and also, Fonzie, what's your take on this, this same question? Do you think the Miz was prepared to defend this belt against Roman Reigns? Hell no. Oh, okay. Okay, well, but as, as you saw, ladies and gentlemen, that's one step towards right there to shield regaining some gold here as Roman Reigns now picks up the Intercontinental title on Monday Night Raw. Thank you, everyone, for your opinion about this first half of Survivor Series, and also, of course, <clears throat> and also, of course, uh, thoughts on Monday Night Raw as well. Let's take care of this one more time. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode four hundred and twenty one of the Mothership Broadcast WWS Revolution. This is Tuesday, November twenty first, two thousand and seventeen. Mister WWS Ed and fell on the line as well as the Iceman Jared DiGirolamo. The human suplex machine, Don Gross, Fonzie, and the returning Rhonda Rush Wright is with us. Uh, folks, this is a little something here, and Rhonda, I'll tell you what this is here in a moment in just a minute. Uh, this is a little something, something, of course, as you know, here in the past, we have done a lot of fantasy matchups here, of course, on the shows you, you were probably here in the beginning. You remember that was something that we always did, and we still mm-hmm. do from time to time. But I have, but this, this is something interesting here. I did it with this concept after we actually got through going through this list. This was a list that was obtained back in 2015 through OnlineWorldOfWrestling.com of the 152 greatest wrestlers of all time. We ran it all down. Number one, the number one on their list was the was the legendary Lou Fez. So, but what we did was I thought of a brand of a new concept about all this, and everybody can get back. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. I will pick. I will ask you, and Rhonda, I'll let you go first on this, so I can explain this a little bit in good detail. That I have, I have to ask you to pick a number, pick two numbers between one and 152. You give me the two numbers. That is your fantasy matchup, and everyone gets to talk about who they think will win that match. Hmm. Okay. So, okay. I know you're not, not familiar with the list and all that, but just like I said, we'll tell you who's all on it, and you'll get to learn who you'll get to learn about who's on this list. But there is a who's who of wrestlers on this list. I will tell you that. So Rhonda, like I said, this to give it a just give it just give it a good try here. Pick it. Pick two numbers between number one and 152. I'm gonna go with 27 and 69. 27, okay. Interesting pick, 27 and 69. And your match, Rhonda, is Ricky Steamboat versus Masahiro Saito. That's a good match. Who do you think would win this, Rhonda? Um, Hmm. That's, that's kind of a tough one. It is. And if you don't know, you can just say draw if you don't know the precise winner. I'm I'm going to say Ricky's going to take it. Okay. J.D., what's your take here? Ricky Steamboat versus Masahiro Saito. 
JD. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, oh. sorry, I had to take care of some. Ricky Steamboat versus Masahiro Saido is the match that Ronda made. The Dragon. Okay, Fonzie, your take. Uh, Steamboat. Okay. Uh, uh, and and John also says uh, uh, also he says Steamboat as well in that match there. Uh, next up here, um, JD, you you are up next. Uh, as you know, between one and one hundred fifty-two, let's have two names, two numbers, please. JD. J.D., are you back there with us? Okay, he stepped away from my book. Back to the Super Bowl again. <laughs> Don't say that in front of Ronda Fonzie. Come on, man. <laughs> what is she doing? We were, we were joking. We think he might be using the bathroom. That's why we made oh. the whole Larry the Cable Man, you better just take the phone with you and put it on mute. Yeah. Well, that's what we think. We don't know what he's doing. We're just guessing that's what he's doing. I'm just okay. joking. <laughs> Are you back on with us now, J.D.? Yeah. Okay, between 1 and 152. Two numbers, please. 40 mm-hmm. and 31. Ooh, okay. You have Shawn Michaels versus Kinta Kobayashi. Shawn Michaels. Rhonda? Michaels. Fonzie. HBK. Okay. And John said he'll be right back yet. He's he was uh he was taking care of uh he was taking care of uh something there as well, but we'll come back to him in just a few minutes. Ronald, let uh, me ask you, what's your take on Braun Strowman so far? Um Especially after what Kane did last night, however. Mm-hmm. As I heard originally, however, what happened to Kane, however, when Kane struck him with the chair in the throat, that was not supposed to happen, and they said he collapsed backstage and was spinning up blood and everything. Oh, um, believable. Yeah. Yes. Uh, definitely believable. Um, Refusing help, too. Exactly, yeah. That was the main thing, yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, oh, that's I've, I've been in Braun's position before, when you get hurt in a match, and it's like legit hurt, yeah. versus I'm just selling this to the back of the room. I don't want anybody touching me. No, I'm gonna refuse help because I'm mad. Like yeah. you bring that person back here because we about to, this is about to be a shoot fight now. Yeah, no doubt. You know, so that's probably his mindset was like, huh? WTF? Like what yeah. just happened, and why am I in this pain right now? And Braun being as big as he is. Like, that move probably didn't hurt him as bad as it would have hurt, like, somebody my size. But it also could have been... Disastrous. You know, like, the move... Because they've done it to Dean Ambrose before, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and storyline purposes, he was hurt. Real life, he was fine. But all it takes is being, like, a centimeter off and everything can go so bad. So it could have been his fault. It could have been Kane's fault. I can't personally say whose fault it was. That's probably why that he was, like, actually refusing help is he was either really pissed off at himself or at Kane. But with Kane being a veteran like he is, 
I don't think it would have been Kane's fault. Yeah, it could yeah. be, though. That's just my opinion. But right. um, I like his gimmick to an extent. I think it's a little overplayed because they're like, oh, he's a big guy. Okay, you tried to do the same thing with Roman Reigns, though. Like, the flipping of a vehicle. Yep. Okay, how many times have we seen that before? Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And they're just like, oh, my God, he did it. Uh, okay, the Big Show's done it before. Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, like, that's not a title that's just given. That's earned. Like, so it's kind of, like, overplayed in that sense. It's like, like, I mean, for the ones that grew up watching it, you know? Like, I'm right. just like, oh, Big Show's done that before. <laughs> Come on now. Yeah, right. Like, are we really supposed to believe that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I... I dig it because I think I think it fits him more than, you know, his his little stint with the Wyatt family. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I kind of liked him in the Wyatt family, though. Mm-hmm. But well, speaking of the Wyatt Tower, I mean, would you say right now with Harper and Rowan as the Bludgeon Brothers, uh, that this gimmick hopefully will work? And if not, however, where do they go from here? I like it. It's kind of like I had uh, my coworkers flipping through the channels, and I was like, oh, stop. I'm looking at it. I'm like, yo, that's some creepy shit right there. And then, like, I actually, like, was able to, like, focus my horrible vision. I was like, oh, my God, wrestling's on. I'm, like, watching. I'm like, dude. I'm like, I, I dig it. Yeah, yeah. I'm hoping mm-hmm. they can continue it, and it continues to, like, get over. Because I think it's legit. Because, like, I mean, Bray Wyatt's, like, doing his own thing, you know? But it's, like, for them, like, I think they needed to do what they did with the Shield. Like, you know, give them, like, a break. Let them do their singles thing for a little bit. And then bring them back together. Yeah. You know, I mean, even, like, I would keep those two as a tag team, though. But have them, like, have singles matches, though. So they can showcase, like, specifically their talent, their mic skills. Because it's totally different. Like, I'll cut an amazing promo if I'm with Randy West. You know, if it's just me and her. Right. And we're facing, like, uh, Thunder Kitty and Jesse Bell. We'll cut an amazing promo. But if it's just me versus somebody else, I'm like, uh, huh. Yeah, I have no idea what I was going to say. Let's just wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know, it's but you need to do that to improve your mic skills, your wrestling, and everything else because you can't always rely on somebody. Yeah. But I, I dig where they're going with it, and I hope I hope the WWE doesn't mess up on this one. Yeah. Because it's kind of like a new age. Like, it reminds me of, like, Kane and Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this. Speaking of WWE, how are is there one or a couple things right now in wrestling, especially in WWE and maybe also in Impact, that has really, really been disappointing to you that you have not liked so far? Um, most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's literally like, like wrestling now. Like, I can tell. Like, like in training, they always tell us like. Slow down for your matches. Slow down. 
because you go through them so fast because, you know, but it's like to the crowd watching, you know, five minutes to us feels like 15 minutes or more. But the crowd sees everything at like a slower rate. So if you slow down, I mean, some of the moves you just can't slow down, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like watching it now, I can just see... Like, ignore the dog, I'm sorry. Like, you can just see so much, like, like, I just see it, and I'm like, oh, well, that was a blotch. That wasn't supposed to happen. You're too close to the rope right there. Like, it's all about ring positioning, and it's like, it kind of takes the fun out of it, because I'm like, like, I saw Cena take a bump, and I'm like, that's why your elbow's always messed up right there. Yeah. You're reaching on your bumps, and it's like, and then I'm really, like, like, the female matches, like, they annoy the hell out of me. Because it's just, like, one, I don't like a lot of the gear. Yeah. Because it's, like, they're more sexualized. Like, the chick in the gold, like, cool, you got a nice ass, great. Half of it doesn't need to be hanging out for you to have a good match. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that appeals to guys and, you know, girls that like girls, too, whatever. <laughs> But that's not what it's about. Right. So that, like, irritates me. And it's like, I wish they would showcase, like, the females more. I mean, in some of the storylines, you know, they're just, they're not, we've definitely seen better. But... I can tell you right now, I just saw apparently they're now announcing Hideo Tommy is coming to 205 Live. Okay. Interesting. Okay, let's see. Who did we leave off with here? Uh, Fonzie, I think you didn't get a chance to do a match yet. Uh, uh, no, I don't. Okay. All right, but between 1 and 152, two numbers there, please. I'm going to say number 55. 55? Yeah. 61. 55 and 60. Ooh, interesting. Bonzi, your match is Bruiser Brody versus Samoa Joe. Oh, oh man. <laughs> that's, that's a match. What do you say, Bonzi? What do you think there, buddy? Samoa um, Joe. Samoa, your thoughts here, Bruiser Brody versus Samoa Joe? Mm, Samoa Joe. AD? Yeah, I'm going with Samoa Joe. Going with Joe. And uh, John is still not back yet, so we'll come back to him here in just a minute. Uh, let's go ahead and get let's go ahead and get Rhonda back on the plate here, uh, and uh, and uh, have her uh, come up with another match. Uh, as like you said, Rhonda, two numbers between one and 152. Uh, let's see. Let's see if you put, let's see what's let's see what's what what your your ma- next matchup will be. And I'll, as soon as I shut up, I will let you do that. Go on right ahead, please. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Uh, eighteen and eighty-seven. 
1987. Okay. Ooh, good span there. Ooh, okay. Rhonda, your match is Antonio Inoki versus Larry Zabisco. Hmm. Hmm. Um, hmm. Um, I'm going to say draw. Okay. J.D., your thoughts here, Antonio Inoki versus uh, Larry Zabisco. I'm going to take Inoki. Okay. Bonzi, who do you take? Um, I'm going to take Larry Zabisco. You, 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 you say Larry Zabisco, you say? Yes, I did. Okay, and and uh, <clears throat> so that way I can get some in here as well. What I was doing is I was going up the list, up this list right here, and I'm trying to remember where I. Uh, let's see, I did. Uh, let's see. I think I stopped off with. I may have stopped off with 117, if I'm not mistaken. I think that's where I am. Okay. I'll go around the table here and ask everybody their thoughts on these matches here. And, Ron, this will give you a better understanding about who is on this list, uh, even though I've already not done about 30-some wrestlers off of this already. Um, this will give you an idea as to who is on the uh, – um, I'm sorry, once, once – let's see. Wait a minute. Uh, get here. I know it was what we I did. Uh huh. No, wait a minute. It was 112. That's why I stopped off. That was 112. Okay. That's what it was. So I've done 40 wrestlers already off this list. Okay. So we'll almost, I'm going to start it off with 112. Okay. All right. Rhonda, I'll start with you with this matchup here. Bob Orton Jr., of course, it's Cowboy Bob Orton versus Bobby Eaton. Oh, hell. <laughs> uh, that's not, that's so not fair for me. Oh, right. Uh, that's how they do it on the list. That's So that's out of my control. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> like, I've met both of them, and they're just like, oh, they're both amazing people. I yes. can't choose. I cannot choose. And Somebody comes in the match, gives them both a clothesline, so it's a double disqualification. Good call. Okay. JD, what's your take? Cowboy Bob Orton versus Bobby Eaton? The ace. Okay. Fonzie, Cowboy Bob Orton versus Bobby Eaton? Cowboy Bobby Orton. And by the way, guys, what is Bobby Eaton? I have no idea. I just don't know. Midnight Express okay. guy. That's a bad joke. <laughs> That's a bad joke. Oh. Okay. Next up here, uh, Rhonda, your take on Black Jack Mulligan versus Danny McShane. Oh, Black Jack. Black Jack, okay. JD. Definitely Black Jack. Fonzie. Black Jack. Okay. Uh, next up here, ooh, this ought to be good. 
Barry Windham versus Mick Foley. Rhonda, your thoughts? A hand down, Mick Foley. I mean, it would be it would be a good match, but Mick Foley. It would be a good match, but you know what? I'm going with uh, Barry Windham. Okay, Fonzie. Mick Foley. Okay. Next one here is Kenta in all five capital letters, which I guess that's the Daniel with Tommy now. Is that, yeah. Is that him? Okay. Take it on Christopher Daniels. Rhonda, your thoughts? Okay, I'm sorry. Kenta versus uh, who I believe is a, is Hideo Hitami now in the WWE versus Christopher Daniels. Um, Christopher Daniels. Okay, JD. Definitely Christopher Daniels, and he had that hell of a match with Cody last Saturday. I heard. Oh, Bonzi, your think Kenta versus Christopher Daniels. I'm gonna agree with JD. That. Uh, Rhonda, next matchup here, Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express versus Hot Stuff Eddie Gilbert. Who, me? No, Rhonda. You said Hot Stuff and who? Robert Gibson of the Rock and Roll Express. Rock and Roll Express. You're going with Gibson. You're going with, you're going with Gibson. Okay, J.D., your thoughts. Gibson versus Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert. Yes. Man, I actually read something on his. They showed a picture of his tombstone. And I read something on his tombstone saying, "Now working for the greatest Booker of all time." Hmm. They said on his tombstone, "Yeah." The picture. And of he was summer. in. You know, and he was a brief WWE wrestler in the early '80s too. Right. Fonzie, your take: Robert Gibson versus Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert. Okay, thank you. Next up here, Rhonda, your thoughts on Dick Slater versus Ricky Choshu. Mm. Gonna go with Dick Slater. Come back to me. Come back to you? Okay. Who is come back to you? <laughs> Fonzie, uh Dick Slater versus Ricky Choshu. Uh, I'm gonna say draw. Say draw. Okay, uh, JD. Uh, okay, and I'll answer with you with a simple answer. Mm-hmm. The stick. The stick. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, that's that's a good way of putting it. All right, Rhonda. Next match up here: Jushin Thunder Liger versus Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. I'm going to say draw. J.D., Juicy Thunder Liger versus Paul Orndorff. Just dick. Don't call me a dick. What's wrong with you? (laughs) Here, I'm sending something to you right now. You're going to get a laugh out of it. (laughs) Forgive me, Rhonda. J.D., you dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking with you, J.D. (laughs) Okay, go go ahead. Okay, what is it? It's coming... I already sent it, so you can see. Alright. Unique way of answering these matches. 
Rhonda, that's an app. It's not a real story. But, uh, okay, is he going to do a concert or something? What, what, what is it? Oh, no. the Iceman. <laughs> hey, D. Where did he go? I'm here. Oh, oh. He's trying. I think he's trying to play something. How does he play? While he's doing that, I gotta ask Rhonda a quick opinion. Uh, I'm sure Rhonda, you have heard that WWE is trying a concept for some of their live events by by using the names of old WCW events. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the first one they are trying is Starcade which they're going to have this coming Saturday night in where Starcade was born, Greensboro Coliseum in Greensboro, North Carolina, which is near my neck of the woods. And one of our own here, Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, who lives right near me, and I are going to that show this Saturday night. What's your take on the WWE using older WCW concepts for some of these products? I'm kind of like iffy on it. What? Mm-hmm. I think I think it's good in a sense to bring like um like the older generation back in. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I find that a little like disrespectful almost. Mm-hmm. And that's because it's like, like with everything that happened between them, it's like a cheap shot at them. Mm-hmm. Almost because, like, I, I recently watched like the Attitude Era and DVDs and everything. Great watch, by the way. Well. But I just find it like, like you guys bought out WCW and everything. Why, 20 years down the line, why take cheap shots at him? It's almost like petty, which I kind of like that it's petty, but it's like, at the same time, it's like, it's almost too petty. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then again, it, it probably will bring in, like I said, like people that grew up watching that, you know, they're going to be like, oh, shit, all right, cool. Like, we're taking this old school now, and it's it's not as, like, old school because there's it's still the new era, you know? So it's not going to be what people are thinking it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it has its, like, plus, its plus side and its downside. Right. What was your... What was your take? Um, your take here. Let me guys mention this uh, here. Uh, one more brief question about this: the fact that the WWE is not even going to take the initiative of putting this on the network. I think that's really stupid on their part. Right. And right. I say that because, like, one, I'm too cheap. 
<laughs> I am too cheap to like. I don't have cable at my house. Mm-hmm. I have unlimited data on my cell phone. I can watch the network on my phone. So it's like, so if I don't have cable, like, do I really have to pay, like, how much for this? So it's like one of those, and, like, what if it's people in a different country? Right. Like, they're not going to be able to see it. So then you're losing money. And it's like, yeah. okay, the network's nine ninety nine a month. You know, hey, there's your cheap plug. Um but it's like if you have, you know, 150 people in a different, like, country, that's what, like, I don't even know how much that is, like $1,500 or some shit right there? Something like that, yeah. Right. So yeah. You're, you're losing money because some people can't afford to travel to go see it, you know, or they're at work. Yeah. Because then your views are going down. Because if it's not on the network, that means I can't watch it if I'm at work. Yeah. And you have people, like, in the military that are deployed or they're stationed in Germany or Japan or places like that, and it's like, okay, different time zones and everything. The network works great for that because then you could go and watch it. You're getting more views. And if more people view it, then you're getting money for every view that you have. So you're losing out on money by not putting it on the network. Right. But you'll put Total Divas on the network? Come on now. Right. And the fact that they're going to uh, bring it back to where Starcade was born, I mean, doesn't that deserve to have a place to watch it on the network here? This is the first time in 17 years that they had this event at all. Yeah. I mean, if I was in charge, I would definitely put it on there. Right. I mean, the thing is, is that, you know, I read this a little bit here in the history here tonight whenever uh, Ted Turner bought Jim Crockett promotions, and they said, you know, they were, they were talking about Starcade, about kind of losing interest and in all back then because they were moving it from where it was born, primarily in the Carolinas, to they were spreading it out to some of these other places and everything. I mean... And then, of course, like I said, all of a sudden, you know, here it is, 2017, they bring back this concept. But, of course, it's now under the WWE umbrella. And, of course, it's only a SmackDown live event. Because all it's featuring nothing but the SmackDown superstar. That's it. And there's only, like, about five or six matches, I think, I read was supposed to be for this thing. Like that, yeah. uh, some had been revamped because of title changes and stuff like that. Uh, I mean... There's still going to be two cage matches. Um, uh, I think JD, you said there was um, there was another one added. Uh, uh, and see, they were talking about the special challenge one, which I don't know if this is still going to happen or not. But the Rock and Roll Express, like we, you just heard me mention, Ronda. Of course, you were inducted into the Hall of Fame here not too long ago. Were challenged by the club to wrestle with this. And there has been no more other talk about about this match at all. So I don't know if they if they took this if they took this match off or not, because they haven't been talking about it not since uh, I don't know JD since what um, last, last, last October. October September October I mean they haven't they stopped talking about it. You know, it was a club that threw out the challenge. 
And there have been advertisements about it saying, okay, well, we challenge the legendary Rock and Roll. Because Rock and Roll Express was supposed to be there anyway, I guess because they were part of the original Starcade. But the thing was, they challenged this legendary tag team to imagine. Now, unless, of course, you know, it was something on the side of, of something that happened to one of the members of the Rock and Roll Express, maybe. I don't know that. I don't know what the reason was. Because I have not heard this match talked about ever since they first advertised. I mean, Bob, if you go on the Revolution Radio Facebook page, I found something not too long ago. It was a plug for the Starcade. It was done by legendary WCW announcer Tony Schiavone. That was one Yeah, and, and that's what and, and that match was advertised for that. Ricky Ricky Steamboat was advertised making appearance. Both Hardy Boys were scheduled to make an appearance because yeah, in fact, Rick Flair's going to be there. I mean, now JD reported us that, that he just said Rick Flair. He wasn't originally scheduled, but now he is because I don't know if he's going to be with his daughter or not. His daughter's supposed to wrestle for the women's belt in a steel cage. So. Yeah, so that's it. This will have two steel cage matches. It's supposed to be, now to my understanding, is now AJ and Jinder Mahal in a steel cage. And the same with Charlotte hmm. and Natty. And Charlotte and Natty for the women's title, both inside of the cage. I that's like actually going to be a great match. And they changed around the tag team title match, too. They've added more teams to this. Yeah, the Usos and the New Day. And also, right, but there's but there's others too. They've added some others. Sammy and KO. They added Gable and Benjamin to the mix. Yep. I think one other. I think it's supposed to be now a fatal four way for little tag team titles. At this. Yeah, but, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pull up the card. Hold on, I'll tell you what the card is. Well, on Wikipedia, JD, you'll find it under Starcade. That's Star what I'm Kate. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll pull up on Wikipedia. Right. Yeah. Let's see, date. But then now Nakamura is supposed to take on Brent Baron Corbin for the U.S. title. It was supposed to be a triple threat match. Now, since AJ won the WWE title, they changed it around. So yeah, they, they, AJ versus Jinder, Charles versus Natty, Corbin versus Nakamura, uh, the Usos versus Gable and Benjamin versus Owen Sinsane versus The New Day, Bobby Roode versus Ziggler, and Dash Wilder versus uh, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, Dustin Rhodes, yeah. And Ronda, he's going as Dust, he's not going as Gold Dust. So they say Gold Dust in the Wikipedia thing, though. Right. But he's going as he's going as himself, Dustin Rhodes. That's going to be awesome. Yes, and but that's a darn shame that and like and Ronald, like you said, I mean we've all been and you've heard me say this, you've said it, everybody else has said it. WWE is making the ultimate mistake of their lives by putting this event on, which has which which this name, I'm sure everyone here would agree, holds a big significance importance in wrestling history and they're not going to even televise the thing to show it to the new generation. Yep. Because and, see, and that's what the new generation needs to see though. Yes, that's exactly right. I mean, not just the matches that these pay per views that took place a long time ago. I'm glad they put those on the network, that's great. But the thing about it is if they've never heard they've never heard about Starcade and all that, all they're going to do is just simply look at Wikipedia and say, Oh, okay, this is what this was and all that. No, they need to see you know something here firsthand, and this is something WWE came up with and all that. And they acted like they created the blame thing, but they didn't. We all know who created Starcade. It says it on Wikipedia. It was Dusty Rhodes that created that. Yep. He's the one that created Starcade. It says it on there, doesn't it, JD? Right? Yep. Am I right about that? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Dusty Rhodes created Start. I mean, it was started back then, back in '83. And where was it? It was right. It was right here in Greensboro. That's where it was born. And that, and I'm glad. First off, that they did that. They that they're bringing it back here. But the thing about it is, it's the ultimate mistake. And and Rhonda, this is. I thought this was going to be a pay per view. First of all, when I first heard about this, it's not. It's not. It's a live event. It's a live event. So this is legit just like like a live house show? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Okay, are you bullshitting me right now? I wish I was. Nope. I mean, no no disrespect, but but I wish I I was kidding with you. Okay, so I I thought it just wasn't going to be on the network. I thought at least like TV. Send her to Wikipedia. Wow. Send her to Wikipedia page on it, J.D. Let her read that. Uh, well, I want her to read that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it is baloney, Rhonda. It is baloney. I, I was really thinking, like, okay, it'll at least be on TV, you know. I can have, like, a friend, like, record it or something. No. It's a live no, event. It's no, it's not. No, no. I mean, so what the one of the big thing is that's going to happen over there, it is, and they're probably, probably going to have the rest of the merchandise over there in the college That's going to cost you an arm and a leg. You know what's even worse than the merchandise over there at the Coliseum is the food and drinks. You know, let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. I know y'all been to many shows at many Coliseums like this one. You know how at Ingrid's for last I saw, unless they they changed it, which I'm sure they have. You know how much a twenty ounce Mountain Dew is over there? Probably too damn much. <laughs> Four dollars. How much? For a twenty ounce Mountain Dew? Damn, you yeah. might pay for that. How much is it? It's a twenty ounce Mountain Dew. Uh, yeah, you can buy a dollar sixty nine in a convenience store or yep. a grocery store. It's four or five dollars in the convenience store. I was going to say five, five fifty six bucks. Yeah, I was going to say something about that. Yeah, yeah. The food is even it's three dollars more than that. Nachos. Look, I could go about five six. I could go to McDonald's and get a Happy Meal for that price. Okay. Okay. Well, let me tell you one. Yes, let me tell you one quick thing here, Rhonda. The reason why I was saying about Starkey, why I was hoping this was going to be a pay-per-view, you remember the last time Greensboro had a a WWF slash WWE pay-per-view? God. You remember the last time they had one? It was like, what, how long ago? You're going to, I'm getting ready to tell you, do you, do you, do you, do you, I mean, do you like to know how long it has been since Greensboro has had an actual WWF or WWE pay-per-view? Not a live event. Not a Raw, not a SmackDown, whatever. I'm talking about a pay-per-view. That has been, like, a long time. Survivor Series of 2001. Oh, wow. 16 freaking years has been since they've had a a pay-per-view there. Yeah. I mean, they had a bunch of them in the late late 90s up until 2001, but they haven't had any more since. They've had Raw, SmackDown, live events, and all that, and I've been to several of those, but they have not had a freaking pay-per-view since then. And I was hoping that's what this was going to be. But it's not. But it's going to be another wrestling show. It's still wrestling. I'm still going to, Bobby and I are going to go over there, and we're going to enjoy it. So, but yeah, it I is. mean, like, it's at least that. But, like, I don't understand why it's not a pay-per-view. Because, like, that's something, like, I mean, I grew up in that time frame, you know? Like, yeah. That's, that was wrestling for me. Sure. But, like, I'm not going to be able to make that. 
Sure. I mean, way about it. You know, and I would love to see it. So do I expect somebody to, like, Snapchat me 50 bazillion videos? Or, like, record it and try to upload it? It's it's not the same thing, like... No, it's not. Unless someone takes... Oh, that just pisses me off so much. Some people have been smart, have been been smart enough to get away with recording, like, on their phones or something like that and put it on YouTube of a lot of events like that. Right. And, I mean, like, kudos kudos for that, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. But it's like, you should put it on, like, cause, okay, like, y'all have all heard my daughter before. Pretty sure you've heard her on the phone tonight. Yes. 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 Part of our future of WWS right there is. She's uh, actually, for her um, birthday, her fourth birthday, uh, I actually got her ring gear that matches nice. mine. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> she's got a little custom, like, a little drawstring bag that says Mini Brooks on it. Nice. And she's gonna have her. She's gonna have her first uh, match. Nice. Oh, I can't wait. If, uh, it's a, that'll be on Facebook. <laughs> she's like really excited because she saw the gear before I could like hide it. And she's like, "Mommy, this is my size." And I'm like, "You weren't supposed to say that." <laughs> and I'm like, "It's too big for you right now." I'm like the pants, the pants are too, too long. You gotta grow. You, it says. Four. You got to be four. Yeah. Did you so guys? Like, did you guys hear? I mean, this is totally this is about wrestling, and this is kind of off the subject, but mm-hmm. but you're gonna laugh at this. Did you guys hear that the Georgia Dome blew up yesterday, and there was a bus parked in front of it? And at the time, however, I guess the person who was trying to shoot the video of the Georgia Dome being imploded. He couldn't get all of the Georgia Dome being torn down because the bus was blocking the implosion. I did not actually hear about that. Oh, that's funny. You've got to check they it out. Tore, they tore down the Georgia Dome? Yeah, they imploded it yesterday. But the thing is, though, a surprise photo bomber decided to ruin the moment by pulling a, a bus was being pulled right in front of it as it was being imploded, and the guy was trying to get it on his camera or phone or whatever. And while it happened, however, he was just, it's, it's so funny. The guy was being cursed at. The bus driver was like, get the out of the way, and this and that. It was it was the funniest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, they imploded it yesterday. And of course, and of course, I remember that was a nice golfer that was a place where I'll forward it. Yeah, you're gonna love this. I mean, it it, it took forty. Like I said, it didn't last long, but it's one of the funniest things you've ever seen in your life. Hold on, hold on. Hey, JD. Yeah. I gotta run real quick. Uh, call me when you're done, okay? Okay, if I'm still up, I'll talk to you. If not, I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right. All right, Lindsay, thank you very much, sir, for coming on here with us, sir, but I appreciate it. Okay. And like I said, Fonzie, there folks who thank you for coming on here. And he was super yeah, to John Joe. Yeah, the bus pulls off. Being, so he's First thing, no, the bus. Yeah, look, bus. <laughs> he's cursing at the bus driver, and the whole thing is being imploded about what's going on. It's the funniest thing you ever want to see in your life. <laughs> he just got to, it was a bus driver. He just stood there, however, and meanwhile the guy's trying to get on the phone. He, not even, he just decided to photo. He, he just decided to ruin the guy's moment while the whole thing was coming down. He's yelling at the bus driver to move the hell out of the way, and the bus finally moved out of the way after a couple seconds. But he was so angry to get the whole implosion on his video phone or camera or anything like that. That's like me. Like I told you, what happened to me one time when one of our stages got torn down. But yeah, they imploded it yesterday. But 
you got to see the video. It is so freaking hysterical. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, we'll, have, we'll, de- we'll definitely have to take a look at that. So thank you very much, dear baby. Uh, John also had to leave there as well. He was having some problems with his TV, so he was going to, he, he had to go ahead and leave. But he'll be back on tomorrow night. Uh, uh, before we go here, like I said, uh, uh, Rhonda, uh, is there anything, my dear, that you would like to uh, talk about and bring up here uh, that we haven't heard? Because we haven't heard we haven't heard from you that much here in quite a while, and we love to, like I said, find out more about what's uh, going on. With I offer a free pit bull that uh, she's potty trained. She's very protective. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got one here already. I have a male. You want another box. one? Ow. I wish I had room. I wish I don't have room for one. Uh, but, uh, but, um, uh, excuse me one second. I put you guys on mute so I can check my dog out. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. He's handled those. Okay. No, my dog, like, you try to be nice, and you're like, be quiet, stop, she doesn't listen. You snap your fingers, and you throw in some, like, adult words, and she's like, oh, you're serious now. Okay. Okay. Um, like, I haven't, I haven't really watched, like, a lot of wrestling lately. Like, and I feel bad for saying that, like, okay, let me close that. I haven't watched a lot of, like, televised wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as entertaining for me as it used to be. Right. Um, like, one of the guys I started training with when I moved back to Illinois, Roscoe, he's actually training at um, Booker T School in mm-hmm. Texas. And I'm just like, you know, like, that's really cool. Like, more, like, independent wrestling is, like, it seems so much better to me because it's, like, you can tell, like, the guys and and girls have, like, so much more, like, heart and drive to, like, do better and be better versus, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not saying, like, the vets of, like, WWE, but, like, it's just, like, a different, like, respect for it. And I think that's because, like, going from independent, like, you know, most people's end game is, like, the main event, WrestleMania, WWE, you know? And it's, like, once they get to the WWE, it's, like, they're, like, oh, I made it. Like, I can slow down now, you know? But in all actuality, when you make it there, like, you have to drive so much harder for that because you have people like Randy Orton, Kane, Triple H, Stephanie. Like, even if she only wrestles, like, once every three years, every household still knows who Stephanie McMahon is. You know, and it's like, you have to keep that same drive that you had in the dependence. And it's like, you have, and then you have, like, a lot of people from the tough enough that, like, that, like, their little chance was, like, handed to them. Not, I don't want to say, like, handed to them, handed to them, but, like, pretty much handed to them, you know? Like, your whole training was on TV, bro. Like, mm-hmm. go ahead, take bumps with some helmets on. Yes. 
pansies. Like, they can't just get a concussion like normal people and learn how to tuck their chin the hard way, right? Right. That irritated mm-hmm. the hell out of me. I, I watched that one episode, and I was like, are you taking – you're taking your first bumps in a helmet? Get a concussion and learn how to do it the right way. Right. And it's like – I don't I don't know. Independent wrestling, like, the storylines are different, and you have more of, like, leeways with stuff. Mm-hmm. And that might be because, you know, like, WWE's in their, like, PG era and all that. But it's like, I don't, it's more like, I don't, I don't really know, like, how to explain it without, like, talking for, like, three hours. <laughs> uh, independent wrestling is just, it's better for me because you can see, like, you wrestled this person, like, a year ago. And you see where they're at now, and you're like, damn, you've gotten a lot better. Like, I'm proud of you, you know? Versus, like, you get to see these people wrestle once, twice every week. What? It's it's a, I guess it's just, like, a different environment. But, I don't know. Wrestling's still, like, the top priority for me. Well, minus my child. But she goes to, like, every show. That I have. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, we need to, of course, uh, at some point here, we, like I said, uh, we'd like to give you uh, an opportunity to talk about uh, the independent wrestling scene from your point of view here. Um, as you know, of course, we do have a show here in the network here that we have dedicated to independent wrestling. Uh, we have not actually, believe it or not, done that since May of last year. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's got spider webs on. I've been I've been trying to pull them off, and it's been kind of hard to do that. Actually, there's only, believe it or not, guys, it's, oh, it's, it's the smallest one we've got. It's only got, well, no, I can't say that because there's another there's one that's smaller than that. But we have only six episodes listed for that show. Uh, like I said, the last one done last May, I believe. So, we need to, Brenda, um, when you have an opportunity, of course, bring some, if you can, maybe bring some of your folks on. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. We love to get, we love to bring, get this show back up and going, but we're trying to change the format of that show a little bit to where, you know, we talk about what, uh, what everybody's point of view is from the independent, the independent wrestling scene. Now, you mentioned something about the, uh, uh, Booker T's wrestling school. Have you had a chance to meet Booker T himself? Um, I have not, but um, Roscoe said that he's a pretty amazing guy and he's a great coach. Oh, really? That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. Like, he actually like trains with him. Mhm. So that's that's pretty cool. Like, um, I actually train with uh, Tracy Smothers right now. Oh, of the heavily hey. bodies. JT, yeah, there you go. That's a big hey. name. Yeah, like he's uh, actually claimed my daughter as his uh, as his granddaughter now. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's uh, it's like awesome. it's pretty crazy. That is pretty like, cool. That is very cool. That's awesome. Like Bobby yeah. Eaton's been there. Um, close. Uh, like it's it's really weird because like. It's like um, the independent scene is just literally like WWE on a smaller scale. 
Right. But it's like uh, like the hooligans. I don't know if you guys have heard of them. I, I think I have. I'm not sure. Vaguely, I think. Um, yeah. The bomb shelter? I think I've, I've vaguely heard of that, too. Okay, well, for females, there's Randy West. She was a queen of deathmatch 2014, I believe. Huh. I actually have a match, well, another match against her December 2nd in SMPW. Do they tell do they tape those do they tape these matches? Um sometimes like there's an app called Fight TV. Um, like some companies have like uh, contracts with them. I know right. there's a couple of my matches on that with PWA. Oh, okay. Um, the one there's a triple threat with me, Randy West, and Haley Shadows. That's on uh, YouTube. I can send you guys the link to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. we were actually the main event. And uh, we actually got, like, the holy shit chant. Nice. Like, oh, awesome. that, it was, like, after that show, I was like, you know what? I could die happy now. I <laughs> can die happy. Yeah. yeah and I was yeah. like, wait, what? And I'm like, look, yeah, man. I was like, I've gotta... had the main event in a match. And I was like, yeah, you got the holy yeah. shit chant. Like, wow. I was like, I didn't die. <laughs> We're great. Like, we did the uh, power, power of power. But since we were all females, we called it the Tower of Poon. I don't know how that came up, but that's good. <laughs> it happened, okay. you know. Yeah. The you got the suplex and the power bomb, like it was great. I mean, some kid also called me Nia Jack. So I don't really know how I feel about that. I mean, she's beautiful, but I don't really think we look anything alike. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely, please, because we have. I mean, JD, I don't think you've seen any of. Yeah, I don't think. No, I don't, I don't think we've seen. I don't think any of us have seen him for a match. So we would definitely want to watch. We definitely want to check it out. Yes. We need to see some our resident independent wrestler in some action because we have been talking about her left and right here, and we need to bring. As a matter of fact, Rhonda, I've got a good spot for you to send those matches to. Speaking of independent wrestling, we have, a, of course, a group in the stable of groups here in WWUS that would be perfect. And as of course we have a we have a group dedicated to independent wrestling. It's called Indie US. Um, oh God, what what where it all begins is what, is what it's called. Right. Well, I don't. I think you're. I think you're a member of that. I don't know. Oh, uh, I should be. Okay. If okay, we'll check that. If you are, uh, I would like for you to maybe post some stuff on there for us. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. Like I have pictures. Um, I was so mad. Uh, I actually had somebody recording me and Randy's first match, and that was probably like my fifth or sixth match. And you know, there's uh, there's there's no such thing as a five star match. I don't like. I don't care who you ask. Like. Come on, baby. I'll put more hot water in it. Um, like everyone will tell you, like, oh, I had a perfect match, or you know, it was, it was this great, amazing match. And okay, I'll put more hot water in it, baby. 
<laughs> but um, <laughs> you have funny. Hold on, you have funny water. I'm letting some of it out to put more hot water in. Okay, that's enough water. Okay. Right. Um, but there, there's no such thing as a 100% perfect match. There's just not. And that's nothing against any wrestler or anything. There's just really, there's no such thing because there, there's always going to be like a missed spot or, you know, some something. Maybe you messed up in a promo. This match, literally, there was, like, one spot where I was, like, that's the only mistake that I can think of right now. But if you think of more, please let me know so I can work on it. But it was, like, this amazing match, and I, like, speared her, and she was just, like, babe, you lifted my ass up for that. And I was, like, yeah, I was kind of going for that. But yeah, we definitely gotta see we definitely gotta see you in action. So definitely definitely by all means. Please uh I know I think you're in that group, so Yeah, definitely. and then I have uh I think I have the one with uh me and Randy versus Thunder Kitty and Jesse Bell's mothers. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey, hey. Awesome. Hey. We love we love to like, see some good stuff, yes. Oh yeah, it's like, like I've had match like it's it's so weird like looking at it because in 2014 when I was getting out of the military, I was like, I knew who Randy West was and I was like, I want to be like her, like, you know, and it's like now we've we've traveled together, we've had more matches together, and it's just like apparently my house is going crazy right now, so I apologize. <laughs> But it's like it's like equivalent to like hold on. And while we wait for her to return here just a late arrival, just a, a, two programming notes here, ladies and gentlemen. I want to bring up here to this hour. Uh of course this is uh Tuesday, November twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen. Uh episode four twenty one revolution. A couple of quick programming notes here, folks. This Friday on Revolution will be a little bit different format here. I will not be I will not be on due to a medical procedure that I have to have done late in the evening, which means I will be in I will more than likely not be able to be on in time to make it to Revolution. So King and W O Gerard T. Smith will be will be on to take to take the handle the reins of episode four twenty three of Revolution here for us. Uh, uh, this Friday night from 9 to 11. Uh, there'll be no live video feed from any of the groups as well. Be sure to join Gerard, JD, and, and of course, the rest of the panel way too tough to handle as they, of course, will talk about everything involving wrestling and other formats here as well <laughs> in my absence. And also, ladies and gentlemen, another program in the WWS Power Hour. We, of course, we did talk about what we were going to do about that. Since we caused myself and Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Siegel will be attending the Starcade event here in Greensboro this coming Saturday night. I have decided to move Power Hour this weekend to Sunday, <clears throat> uh, the 26th at 5 o'clock. Well, call ID 141-364-POUND. 
Uh, like I said, we'll talk about all of our shows in the radio network here this week, as well as, of course, uh, number of downloads according to com and the re- weekend wrestling history for both today and tomorrow. Uh, I mean, this Saturday and Sunday will be discussed. Um, <clears throat> will be discussed here, of course, here on um, Power Hour this um, this Sunday this Sunday afternoon. So be sure just to catch that. But just a couple quick programming notes here in the WWS Radio Network. Uh, Rhonda, are you back with us? Yes, I'm back. Okay, go ahead. Please please finish what you were saying. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Please. I don't know. My child is mad because she turned the cold water on, and now the bath water is cold. Oh. oh. oh I, I wonder how that works. If you turn cold water on, the, the bath is cold. Uh, I don't know. Toddler well, if you're dead tired, you'll, be, you'll wake up in a heartbeat. <laughs> At least I would. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But... Uh, but um, but like I said, uh, uh, Rhonda, uh, like I said, we'd love to see a lot of your lot, lot of your stuff and like to give your points, thoughts, and opinions on that. And like I said, we'll get Indie Outlook back up and going. And when we do so, we would love to have you come on and bring bring some of your folks on. Uh, we'd love to talk. We'd love to talk more about uh, what what the independent wrestling scene is like. Because like I said, I mean we we we, we respect all wrestling. I mean here, JD. Mm, JD can definitely also vouch for that from what I'm saying there. In addition to the wrestling we now watch on TV, we all respect the independent wrestler. Of course, we have an independent wrestler on our panel here, so we, we respect that with open arms here 110%. Uh, also, Ron, as I did mention before, you're, we mentioned, of course, your little girl Harlow there, uh, but still a little spitfire there, I guess. From what oh, I yes. <laughs> yes. She is, of course, as we mentioned here many, before, many times before, her and also, of course, Michelle's son, Caleb, are our, our WCWS's future still. That part has never changed, and I know I have not said that. And J.D., you probably haven't heard me say, me say that in months, but I do mean that. And Michelle uh, said uh, the, yesterday, uh, brought up, by the way, and Chad will vouch me on this one, too, that I guess Caleb had some tournament over the weekend. And what was it she said that he picked up and slammed a 310-pound kid? That's what. That's exactly what she said. Yeah, yes. can you believe that? I mean, that's crazy. I, I mean, that finished. is very believable. He, he finished he's doing really well. I mean, he's, he's doing great in school. And she told me, we were talking about yesterday, and Michelle came on late on Raw Radio, and we ended up uh, going past 20 minutes out until about 5.30. So, yeah, it was really good. You'll have to go back and listen to it. Yeah, yes. I'm definitely gonna have to do that. Right. Because, Actually, we've uh, also had some guests uh, lately. I mean, really, this for the last time uh, since we haven't heard from you all, well, we've had some other big guests come on. Uh, at one point, we had uh, Sonny Ono, the legendary WCW manager, come on for a little while. I think this was about a couple months ago, back in September. You have to go back and listen to. It. But uh, we're trying to get some more people booked in, hopefully before the first of the year, if not after the holidays maybe sometime starting in 2018, but we're going to try to get more people as far as Legends booked or anything like that, maybe. Um, I could probably talk to um, Tracy. Yeah, we would definitely like to hear talk a little bit of WCW and WWE and SMW with him. I think a lot of people would have some good Smoky Mountain wrestling questions. That would be good. Yeah, if you can talk to Tracy, that would be good. We can maybe... Oh, he, he is a talker. <laughs> oh, I believe it. I mean, I remember him and Chris Candido in SMW. They were quite the tag team back in the day. Oh. Like, like the stories you hear, like CM Punk or Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, you know, like 
talking about their independent days, like, you know, that's the stuff, like, that when you go into the news, you're like, I want that experience. I think it was uh, the 28th and the 29th of October, we had had a show, well, we had, like, a two-day event. And uh, I went down, and they're like, um, I was talking to Shad uh, Satu, he's a Samoan wrestler, mm-hmm. and he was like, yo, he's like, instead of all of us coming back to your place, he's like, why don't we all just stay here? And I'm like, okay, like, sure. Like, my mom had my kid for the night, and I'm like, yeah. all right, like, I get mom time, yay. Oh, and it was, um, <laughs> it was uh, me, Frank Wyatt, Jake Garvin, Shad, Tracy, All Eyes on Us, like, so many other people. And, you know, Joey Grudge, he owns the um, School of Smothers, actually, him and Tracy, mm. like, co-own that together. Oh, that's cool. And we're all just like, you know, there's air mattresses everywhere. Like, you got people sleeping in the ring, outside of the ring. And it's like, you know, Bomb Shelter was there, Thunder Kitty, yep. Dusty Bell. And it's just like, you know, everyone's, like, sharing stories of, like, oh, there's this match that I was in, you know, and it's yep. just like, you know, like everyone's just like, you put your differences aside and everything, and yeah. it's like this huge sleepover, but like for adults, and it's just like, you know, like a couple of people are drinking, you got some yeah. smokers, you know, like everything, and it's just like this great experience. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. And like, I'm trying to explain it to my friends, and I'm just like, do you understand? Like, I was like, cloud nine is not high enough, and I was like. Yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah, if you, yeah, if you talk to Tracy, I mean, we would definitely like to have him on. I mean, we, you know, some of us can do some research on him, and some who haven't heard of him, and uh, we we definitely would like to have him on. Like I said, I can remember watching him. I know he was in WWE for a brief cup of coffee, but he was in WCW and SMW more than anything. Well, certainly, right? <clears throat> but uh, yeah, we like I said, I mean, we're. We're starting to get a lot of these big-time names. As a matter of fact, Ronda, I will mention that two and some, a couple of the big names, well, actually three, J.D., I think, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. uh, we are, they are now uh, in the WCW, our own little Hall of Fame that we have. Of course, yep. as you know, you're a part of it as well. Um, of course, one, sadly, we have pa- that has passed on, uh, Manny Villaluebos. I believe, J.D., that's correct. Yes, right? yes. My friend from Texas, yeah, very good friend of mine. Uh, he was a wrestler out of Texas, uh, Ronda. He wrestled in WCCW and other territories, and uh, he uh, had his own wrestling school. And I think his daughter now uh, owns part of that school, I think, down in San Antonio or somewhere in Texas, actually. But, uh, yeah, Mandy came on one night when Michelle and Gerard and me and Chad were all on. And uh, we we were talking, oh, God, at least close to three hours at least. It was one more better shows. And uh, it was it was fascinating. And then about I think it was about a week or two after that, he or sometime after that he passed on. Also, uh, the legendary wrestling announcer Gary Capetta, who did some announcing, and mostly I think JD he was mostly NWA WCW, but yeah, he did he did do some early WWF. Ones. Yes, he oh he when they used to be at the Spectrum. I mean, back in the seventies and eighties, yeah. I mean, he he was one of the voices of the Spectrum for quite a long time. I mean, you had the Fink, of course, obviously, in New York, obviously, but, yeah, I think it was in the late 70s into the early 80s, I think from 77 to, I want to say, 82, 83, maybe 84. He did a lot of uh, Spectrum shows, however, I remember back in the day, because uh, I've watched a lot of old uh, clips on uh, YouTube of him uh, announcing uh, a lot of wrestling matches. And... Yeah, 
or I remember Starcade ninety was one of them that he did. I, I had that on tape, and, and he did, he he announced that down to a T. Uh, and of course, also one of our infamous, I think one, I think he's been on a little bit more times than pretty much in, anyone has. Uh, and that is, of course, the and correct me if I'm wrong on this, JD, the brother of Hall of Famer Jake the Snake Roberts, uh, Michael. Michael Sam- Houston, yes, he, he's been on our show a couple of times. And uh, he he's he's a very fascinating guy. Fonda. Let me tell you, I I we probably um, the first time we had him on, I think we oh geez, we talked to a lot of NWA, a little bit of WWE stuff, and of course his sister's uh, former WWE Women's Champion Rock and Robin. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. But, but uh, uh, he's been on about two or three times. I'm trying to get him back on the show, hopefully as soon as possible. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, so we've got a lot. We got a lot of uh, between. I think what was it, Raw Radio and Revolution? I think JD mm-hmm. were a lot of them, pretty much. Then of course JD did mention, of course, some the um, man who managed, of course, everybody from the Ultimo Dragon to Ernest the Cat Miller. I think, uh, and that was Sonny Ono. Yeah, uh, he came on Raw Radio one day, and Chad came on, and uh, he had a field day with us. I mean, we had a lot of fun with him. Right. So. And so we're, we were, we were, I mean, we've, we've come close to maybe getting two or three other. We haven't, JD is still working on trying to get maybe some more. I'm working guys. on it, yeah. <laughs> I think, well, I think, Rhonda, he even came a little bit close. And JD, I'll have to, I'll get to give you a little bit of credit here. You came close to this. Yep. He almost had Teddy Long on here with us one Yeah, time. we tried to get Teddy Long. And Fonzie has someone who knows Bruno. Closely, we're still trying to get Bruno, but yeah, I might try. I'm, I still might try to get Teddy Long before the year's out, maybe if not by the end of this year, early next year. But I know for a fact I am going to try to get him on the line with us at some point. I do want to get him on with all of us. And I know a lot of people want to talk to him about a lot of things, though. Absolutely. So, so Rhonda, like I said, we have a. By the way, JD, the talk you issue that we had here before. But I thought we had lost some episodes. Actually, I did double check. We have regained them, so, we, so we did not. We did not lose any. So we're okay, back up. Good, excellent. I'll snap on that. Uh, uh, JD, Rhonda, anything else you want to add, folks, before we call it a night? Rhonda, go ahead. I'll uh, let you have it first. Um, it's great to be back. <laughs> well, yes, indeed. Um, yes, indeed, and I hope we get a chance to come on a little bit more often here. Uh, uh, we're trying to get everything rebuilt here. Uh, uh, you're one of three who hasn't been on here for quite a while, and uh, we're trying to get the other two. But uh, um, but we're we're glad to have you back on. So please come on. I know you got I know you got a schedule and a half. I mean we all do here in life. And JD always has a few things. I have a, I always have a few things. Gerard, Michelle, uh, John. Uh, we all have a few things here and there, but uh, but please come back on uh, because, like I said, we got it here, got it because you're still a part of this, even though you haven't been on for quite a while. I mean, I never, I I I, I go on record in saying here, folks, that even though there are three folks here in our as part of our original panel who has not been on for a long time, they have never, I've never considered them, I've never. Said they were officially gone from the panel. They were still a part of it. And Rhonda, you're right there, definitely one of them. So you're still you're still in it here, my dear. So we'd be great. We're glad to have you back on. And please, 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 please come back on. I know the schedule is hectic with you, but please come on whenever uh, you can. Um, and uh, 
We would love, like I said, to hear more stories. We'd love to get more opinions about things going on with wrestling, of course, with uh, WWE, GFW, and all that stuff. Please come back on whenever you can, my dear. We'd love to have you. Most definitely. I actually just got a new schedule at work, so it'll be a little bit easier. Okay, so like I said, just keep us informed on when you can. And like I said, Revolution or Wolfpack will give you, uh, just in case you need the numbers again, we'll get you the numbers for all the shows. Uh, uh, JD, like I said, handles Raw Radio on Monday afternoons. Of course, I primarily handle Revolution and Wolfpack. Also, like I said, I handle an entertainment show called Outside the Ropes. JD and I hook up or, or do that. And, of course, JD and Gerard does Wrestling Revisited. Gerard, JD, and Michelle does Wrestling Debate. Uh, they also do one called Top Heel based on that group that Gerard founded. Mm-hmm. Uh, um and of course, of course, I've, we've done. We've got several others that are not officially, um, they are not on all the time. Uh, Michelle actually has been hosting a couple of them as well that we've been trying to get back up and running too. So, like I said, whenever you be a part of any of them, like I said, we'll get you all the info. And uh, like I said, uh, definitely, especially in the outlook, we need to get back on there again. So we'd love to have you, like I said, back on, uh, back on on any of them. Like I said. Uh, you know, whenever whenever you can, we uh, we we miss hearing from you, and so uh, we we want to try to hear more of you here as we possibly can. Because also, believe it or not, my dear, you still have several of our trivia championships as well. <laughs> we need to get you really? Yes, including you actually have the world title belt for your group, wrestling done right. You actually still have oh, that sweet. world title belt, so you still have the champion. <laughs> yeah, you actually. Yes. <laughs> And you have some tag belts too with some other folks too. I think including they want them including Anne. Um, yes, I'm, I remember that one. So yeah, so we'll have to get you a list of all that. Like I said, we'll need to try to get you back up to speed on everything, and we'll uh, like I said look forward to doing a lot of this here at some point. And, um, but stick around here for just a minute here. Uh, there was a couple one thing I wanted to ask off the air here, so uh, let me take care of this right fast, and then we'll go ahead and get rolling here. On that note here, folks, thank you for this little special late edition here, episode 421 of WWS Revolution. I definitely want to thank Ronda Rush Wright, the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo, the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, Fonzie, and also I meant to mention here the last kicker, Anne-Marie Rickenbach, did pop on here for a short time on our live video feed. I uh, did not acknowledge her earlier, and I do apologize. So, Anne, thank you for coming on here as well. <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back on here tomorrow with our Triple Threat Wednesday. Outside the ropes, wrestling debate, and revolution one more time. <clears throat> so be sure to join us for all those shows here tomorrow evening. Revolution is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoe.com, where we are two years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling connection. Folks, thank you very much for joining us. We will see you in the ring. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, here in the WWS Radio Network right here on TalkShoot.com, God bless everyone, and have a terrific evening. Good night, everyone.